I'm Dana. Martin. I'm Stevie. How 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 we still not getting this order? Uh, how 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 we still screwing up the order, man? <laughs> like it goes me, then Martin, then Stevie. I, I did say mine. Yeah, you yeah, said I did say mine. You said mine like ten seconds later and like left this mad gap, like you weren't <laughs> even ready to talk. <laughs> Man, I, I, you only came through after like, I don't even know when you came through after that song played <laughs> but enough. yeah fair enough um, there, was welcome. Some, there was a big big delay going on when uh, when you were playing the um, the intro music okay fair yeah, enough so. I, I, I'll, I'll give you a blight then alright guys welcome to episode 183 of Blurds Are Us um, we've got a lot to get into this episode um, so you know hopefully we'll entertain you for the next I don't know 60 to 90 minutes maybe um gotta try and keep this one nice and tight um but yeah let's 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 get into what we've been up to i'm gonna start with stevie today stevie what you've been up to since we last recorded uh not as much as you guys <laughs> uh yeah no i uh i i obviously i've obviously watched wandavision episode four but we can talk about that in a bit yeah talk about um, that um uh started watching star trek lower decks and it is fucking awesome nice Oh my god! I can't believe I haven't got into this sooner. This is amazing. Uh, they they have mixed like um what what's it what's that series called? Like Inner Space or um Final Space? Yeah, it mixed like Final, Final Space, yeah, cartoon with like proper canon Star Trek shit. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. Just I just saw like the first episode. There's so much in it that is at like little easter eggs to other sort of like star trek episodes and sort of like just what stuff that's going on in the star trek universe and it is a so, total piss take it's so you've only seen the first episode ah uh, so what has happened so far i, I don't know i kind of lost, lost track i just was watching it and i don't know if i watched through more than one episode okay um, okay uh what has happened so far they um they literally within the first episode like there was this like virus that got into um the 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 ship and everybody yeah. turned into these kind of like vomiting zombies and um yeah i think I, I honestly i think i've only seen the first episode so far but it is absolutely brilliant totally hooked like i'm 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 sold already it's not like a slow burn this is absolutely like firing on all cylinders from the very go 100 like I've watched it already, and I'm 100 gonna watch it again. Um, cool. I, I won't, I won't, I won't reveal anything to you, Stevie, because uh, yeah. as 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 a Star Trek nerd, like I was, I was really happy with what happened, especially towards the latest episodes mm-hmm. and the last two episodes. So you're in for a real treat. Uh, it is honestly, it is you're in like for a real treat. It doesn't though. There's um, it's so quick. There's so much like going on non-stop. You have yeah. to be watching the whole thing. Like it, it is like like this, you know, like in like jokes galore and plots, plot changes, and just constantly throwing information at you. So um, yeah, I, I I'll be enjoying the rest of the episodes. I think. Nice. Um, what else have I been doing? Wait, hold on. Um, before, wait, before, before you move on, because obviously Martin, Martin's watched this as well. I watched this last week yeah. and I gave this a free piece. Martin, oh, nice. What? Because nice. I finished it last week. Uh, Martin, what would you rate this? Um, I think I'm going to rate it a whole chicken. Okay. Because, because again, I'm, I'm, I'm biased because I'm a Star Trek fan. I mean, I've seen the old Star Trek series. I've seen Next Generation. I've seen bits of... I've seen all of Discovery, which I love. Mm. Um, 
currently watching Deep Space Nine, and I've seen a lot of Voyager. Um, so yeah, I gave a whole I gave a whole chicken. The reason I gave a whole chicken is because one is animated. I'm a sucker for animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, it doesn't take itself seriously. It actually takes the piss at some of the things that happen in the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they keep referencing things like. Um, um, so, so this is not really a spoiler, but they keep referencing um, the Enterprise, and there'll be things like there'll be a situation that happens. They'll be like, "Well, this is some Enterprise type shit." I'm paraphrasing, but this is what this will say. That this 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 is sort of stuff that happens to the to the Enterprise. You don't see all these things happening to I don't know some some other uh, um, ships or whatnot. So yeah, that, that was funny to me. They said at the beginning, like that they they deal with like second contact, not not first. Yeah, contact. Exactly, exactly. Think... So like even the virus, something like the virus that that um, came on a ship, that they'll, they'll say something like, "Yeah, this is some enterprise stuff. We don't do this." Yeah. Um, if I was a big, I, yeah. I was more into Star Trek. I would have enjoyed, appreciated, and enjoyed it more. Um, mm. And like some of the jokes and some of the references would have hit a bit harder. Um, but yeah. being a yeah. super casual fan. Um, yeah, I think a solid three piece was, um, you know, f- the fair result for it. Uh, I, th- I think it's fair because you're not really someone who enjoys like sci-fi like that. Oh, are are, are you? I, I am. It's just that Star Trek was not yeah. one of the things that I watched. Okay. So, do you know what it I mean? seems so, to be this this way with Star Trek. Some people just not like particularly invested in it, and and other people just completely like I don't know. It, some like my wife absolutely hates it because she got forced <laughs> to watch it as a kid mm-hmm. you know like and whereas i on the other hand would catch like episodes of it around at people's houses and be like oh oh my god you know like this is amazing so i i think it has that different effect on on people some people just are mm. like i've been scarred and now i hate it like <laughs> mm. no, that's it. But I'd, so far i'd be giving it a full chicken um, off just off of the, the the episode I see. Okay, that's cool, man. What else you been up to, Stevie? Um, uh, yeah. So, um, I've been watching more Uncanny Counter. Uh-huh. Um, and um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving this series. Um, it is because of the long episodes. It feels like you know, like you watched absolutely tons of it, and then you suddenly realise I'm not that far in. Uh-huh. Um. But I am now sort of about halfway through. I'm, I'm halfway through episode eight, um, and I it did suddenly occur to me today that they had th- thrown some serious like cash into this because um, they had uh, they had a scene where they showed like one of these brand new folding phones. Nice. Um, and and I was like, holy fuck! And then <laughs> that's what I shared to you guys just now. Like they they open it up and show a video on this this uh, this full. Say so looks like a you know like a samsung s20 or something like that but yeah. but it's one of it's one of the folding phones and i was yeah. thinking this is this is almost like the way they did it it almost like like brand placement it is a samsung like, isn't it i don't know though, i don't think you can see any brand on it because like, the reason i'm asking is because um one of the phones that in in the end well, one of the episodes i watched right one of the phones that they have is like a it's like one of the latest um samsung's and obviously samsung's um home territory is south korea yeah so yeah. i think they're definitely doing that to obviously promote south korean things and one of them happens to be the new phone that phone is freaking amazing though it's it, fucking it, awesome it, it definitely does look like a samsung phone in terms of like the yeah. the, icon, the icons it. and stuff 
yeah yeah um so i was kind of like at one point when when i saw that it immediately made me think of like the the old movies from the sort of 80s or 90s where they would like flagrantly put like um a bottle of coke down or a tin of coke down like right in screen and it was yeah. really say like or, or or they'd like happen to be wearing nike trainers where it'd be like really clearly nike's t- mm. tick so i was kind of like when i saw that I was like, oh fuck this is serious brand placement but but there wasn't any kind of obvious like storm song like you know like, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah really good really enjoying it um looking forward to the next sort of uh next next eight episodes nice um finally watched ah oh, i wrote that wrong um but yeah um I finally watched Deadpool 2. Oh, um, really? Ah, good, 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 good. So I watched Deadpool, and it was an absolute laugh, I remember, like, years ago. And yeah. then Deadpool 2 came out, and I just never got to see it. And and I never kind of, like, I think it, it came out on, like, Now TV, but then I, I dropped Now TV as a, as a streaming service. And it just, every time I looked up to see if I could kind of watch ne- Deadpool 2, it was never on anything that I had readily available. Mm. So and then it came on last night on terrestrial TV on like channel nice. four, and I was like, mm. "Record that." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I watched that this morning um, in bed, which is well lush, just to be able to sort of sit and it is fucking funny. Um, maybe not quite as good as the, as the first one, but mm. it, it left me wanting more. I want to see a Deadpool three. I'd like you know, I want to I want to see what they can do with like this expanded kind of universe taking a piss out of everything mm. so uh yeah that, that that was good fun um i've also watched um snowpiercer on netflix ah uh, same here one mm-hmm. um just episode one holy fucking shit there's a lot happens in just episode one 100%. i've seen the snowpiercer movie which was absolutely blinding you know like yeah. uh, that is a legendary movie absolutely amazing um so i was really interested what they were going to do with this series and i was actually i kind of laid off not watching it initially because i kind of thought i I don't know how they could actually better the 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 movie you know the movie was such a good kind of all-in-one are they just going to be retelling it and just stretching it out longer but this is fucking brilliant this is the way that they've done this kind of laying it on from how it actually happened and how the guys got into the back and uh, of the train and just you know like this is shows how much more grand like the snowpiercer train in 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 the movie isn't that particularly long you know mm. whereas this one is like well, didn't they say it's a thousand and one coaches oh, is it a thousand and one coaches i think they said it's a thousand and one coaches long or something like that um so it, yeah it was um it, it it makes it feel that much more grand mm um and that yeah. much bigger you know and it, they can flesh I, I get the feeling they can flesh this out to hell and back you know like they they can really build the complex stuff and i love the way that they've introduced this as a murder mystery like who some you know like the guy from the back has been pulled in because someone has died and it's it's gonna rock the the the, the happy medium and um and and again right at the end of the episodes you don't you see the woman get down, sit down in the seat, um, and she she switches from the sweet seat, and then the guy calls her Mister Sunset. I can't remember what the name of the guy is. Who the guy who kind of created the whole kind of Snowpiercer idea, Mister Wilford. Mister Wilford, and, and and he goes, 
you can be Mr. Wilfer. And like, I'm like, oh shit, does that mean he doesn't exist? He's just like, yeah, this kind of imaginary thing. And they're just trying to keep the, the balance so that they can stay alive. And oh, it was great. It threw up loads of questions. And, and I'm trying my best not to sort of like hark back to the movie because the movie, it, I'm expecting it to take a slightly different direction from what the movie did. Because mm. the movie was, you know, it, it was telling it from start to finish. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, and, I, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you carry on, yeah, isn't the TV mm. show set before the film? I don't know. Mm. I, I, don't was re- I thought it was a recreation, like a, a different, like it's Snowpiercer, but a different universe. Of it, you know, different, different. I thought, universe. I thought I remember reading somewhere that is set before the film. I, I haven't seen. It. I've only ever watched the film. But um, the, the TV. Oh shit! I thought you'd seen a reboot. It's a reboot of the film's continuity. Uh, continuity. Okay. Forget what I just said. I gave like proper spoilers away there. Sorry, uh, no, 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 no worries. Like again, it's something that I want to get to in the future. But I've I've seen the film. I just haven't seen the t- the TV show. What What did you think of the film? I really liked it. I really mm. liked it. I think we we reviewed it when um, these lot had watched season one, and like I was mm-hmm. trying to watch the movie first and then jump onto season one. So I've got like a frame of reference to watch it to. Um, but I think in the end, Michael had only actually seen the TV show and he had never seen the movie and I had only ever seen the movie and not the TV show. Um, mm. but for what I can remember of it, I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, oh, just, get, just, get on episode one, it'll blow your socks off. I, I, is, there, there, there's too much to watch right now. So I don't know. When <laughs> there I'm is, gonna, isn't there? Yeah. I there don't is know so when, much to watch. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to, to jump on it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad you guys it, have liked it. Damn good, and and I almost didn't. We, we um we we made like a Sunday uh, Sunday roast uh, today, nice. and um I was kind of like we were dishing it up on on the table, and I was like, do you guys want to go and watch some, you know, like put a movie on or something? And and there was a resounding like yes. <laughs> so we we moved into the lounge and stuck this on, and I was like, it started. It was like eighteen. You know, graphic, like, violent sex. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) You're really heavy. Like, (laughs) what am I doing to my kids? (laughs) I was like, quickly, like, common sense media. How how bad is the Snowpiercer series? But there was some pretty, like, hexy moments. But I I thought it was all right for the kids, actually. And and they were well into it. They they loved it. Well, of course. You're you're letting them watch, like, an 18 show. (laughs) Yeah, they've they've been watching. They they've watched Attack on Titan, and yeah, um, they're they're currently working their way through South Park. I'm a terrible parent. <laughs> no, because because I remember my cousin. How old were we? He he managed to get his, his hand on the South Park uh, DVDs, like the South Park um, special or something. And I think he may have been. He he definitely was sixteen. Maybe he was maybe thirteen or fourteen when he got it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this is my younger cousin as well. So right. I, at that time, I would have been, let's see, if I remember correctly, I would have been about 17, mm. 17, 18. Yeah, so I'm thinking, how the hell did you get your hands on that? But yeah, it's a joke. So they could take sure, it. I'm pretty sure when South Park came out, I when did South Park first come out? Because I... I want to say I like think I was, 99. I think I was fairly young when mm. South Park first came out. Um have a look so fuck dot date when, when was it 1997 
Okay, so I was two years so, off. So I was like uh, 14. Oh, mad. Yeah. So yeah. And I remember that first coming out and being like watching the sh- watching that at my mate's house. And it, I think I think it got under the radar a lot from a lot of things because it was a cartoon. Yeah. And mm-hmm. no, nothing that bad and offensive had ever come out like before, bar maybe, um, oh, um, what was the one with the two dudes in it? Beavers and Butthead. Beavers and Butthead, yeah. Mm. You know what? I still haven't seen Beavers and Butthead. (laughs) Yeah, I've never really seen Beavers and Butthead either. It's just not not of something that swept me by. Lots Mm. of toilet humour. And and maybe it's from a slightly sort of uh, generation before ours because I didn't really quite catch Beavers Mm. and Butthead either. Yeah. no, it makes so, sense. Uh, but yeah, no. So, um, what else have I watched? Um, Lupin. Um, yeah, still enjoying that. Working mm. my way through Lupin. That is a, uh, a definitely a really good watch, and um, yeah, I'm really enjoying seeing it in uh, in both English and French. There's, nice. I think I might have mentioned this before, but like, there's every now and again <laughs> I like stop it and replay a little bit and put it in French. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, this is like, I've got to hear this bit in French. Um, but that's good. And uh, what else? Oh yeah, and then just tons of fucking Witcher. Yeah. I am playing Witcher to death. It's so so addictive. It is the, ah, uh, just it's so easy to drop in because of the PlayStation Four Pro, mm-hmm. you literally can leave it on, and it'll go into power saving mode. Yeah. And then I can I can press power on my, my TV. Mm-hmm press the button on the, my controller and it literally goes, it straight boots up the PlayStation were. 4 and it goes straight back into the game nice. and it's there. And it's, it, it's as close as I've got to um, when I was playing Zelda on the switch mm. and you literally could just put, put, press pause and, and leave it for a day and then come back again and, um, and pick it up again and just carry on playing straight away. Do you still it, have your switch? Do I have you as a friend on switch? I got well. It's Noah's switch, um, so it's not. Uh, it's not strictly mine. Um, <laughs> but you've got. You've got. You know, a, you've, he, you've got an account on it. Yeah, I fucking bought it. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so, kid switch. Yeah, man. Next, so, ne- next time you're using it, go to your friend's profile list and send me your friend code, and I'll give you an ad. I will. I will. It's um. It's, the thing is, it, it, it's um. I don't play it that often mm. because it's it's generally in, in Noah's thing, but. Yeah. Noah has got so many different like devices to play games on now. Yeah. He's got Xbox One. He's got Oculus Rift. Uh, wow. Oh, sorry, Oculus Quest. Sorry. Mm. Um, he's got his his lap his gaming laptop. He's got the Switch. Um, he's been through all the other sort of like Nintendo consoles. Yeah. Before that, you know, like the the handheld ones. Mm. Um, and has he got anything else? Um, oh, he's got his phone. Of course, he's got a phone. Yeah. But yeah. But he, if there's generally, I don't feel too bad. If I want to play on one of his devices, I, I don't feel too bad because I'm going to be like, right, you can go and play on one of your other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair, Carl. Uh, Mine. What have you been up to since we last recorded? Boy, so um, I watched season one and season. Sorry, I watched all season one mm-hmm. and season two, episode one of Budgets. Sorry. Majutsushi Orphan Hagure Tabi. Okay, what, um, what's the English name for that? 
Mate, I don't do English names. <laughs> I type it out. That's how I see it. So, um... Nah, because obviously there's certain times where um, I might know of an anime, but because I've watched on like Crunchyroll Funimation, I've only mm. got an English title for it. Um, it's right. Sorcerer's Stabber so, Orphan. That's the one. Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan. Okay, no. So, the show is set in a magical world mm. where you have um, this character called um, Cry Lancelot, who, um, whose foster sister ends up turning to a dragon. This is how it starts off, right? Uh-huh. Um, and through these, through that event, it ends up to his master being killed and him leaving um, the Tower of Fangs, which is this famous uh, group of prodigies, um, which are, you know, the elite of uh, Sorcerer, of this, that Sorcerer Academy. Uh-huh. So he leaves the group um, and then years later down the line, he's obviously living by himself or whatever. Um, he later sort of re-encounters them and goes through his like, various adventures with them. So that's the synopsis. That's the very quick synopsis of it. Um, it's absolutely... I think it's really good. Um, it's kept me engaged so far. So um, I recommend everyone watch that. Um, I have a question about it. You sure. Um, is it, like, really new? Or is it... No, it's not that new. Um because it looks really 80s, like the, the hairstyle and, and the outfit he's wearing it in, does. in a lot of the pictures looks like qu- quite kind of 80s stylistic, you know. Almost yeah. like thriller, kind of like, you know, the, the you know the Michael Jackson thriller kind of like outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so, kind of like black leather and like massive hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, I mean, looking on it says it came out in winter 2020. So maybe it's a stylistic choice. It, it, that's very recent. That's just the last last um, season of anime. literally last season just gone. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, was it created like years ago? Though? As in, like, it was it was it a manga beforehand? Or yeah, it was definitely it was manga beforehand. Yeah. I wonder if they're kind of honouring yeah. the uh, the style that the manga was done in. Possibly. So the second season came out in 2020, so um, that's with 2020 just gone. Before that, um, let's see, I think I remember just reading very, very quickly. It had a series in 2001. Um, and, yeah, a new TV adaptation was made January um, to March 2020, so that's why it looks a bit old, because it's a remake of, of, of an older um, yeah. series, yeah. and then um, season two came out. Um, what was it end of twenty twenty? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I recommend everyone go check it out. I don't know if it's showing on uh, Crunchyroll or Funimation. Um, so it's something that you guys gotta check out for for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, um, I'm trying to check, but my Fire Stick rebooted itself, so I've now all right. got to like re-download and log into everything, which is highly annoying, but. Mm. I'll get it done while we talk. Alright. I've also been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm on episode 16. Jujutsu Kaisen is, like, the fight scenes are really good. Um, they've introduced more characters to it. And, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I was also still exploring, you know, the various powers that each each person has, um, especially the main character. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the story as well, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm only I'm only hoping that it does even better. You know, keeps 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 its uh, keeps the momentum going. Mm. Um, been watching Mushoko Tensai. 
Nice. Um, so, yeah, Mashuko Tensai is that weird one that um, we were talking about. <laughs> the, the way that I thought was like a hentai. Uh, well, um, yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, not 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 a hentai. Um, it's, it's, the guy, the guy himself is a shot. He's a shotting, um, but he gets reincarnated into um, into a new world. And it's a isekai. And again, this is where Salak says sometimes yeah. you get a little bit of confusion. So for those that may know this by its English name, it's, jo- it's um jobless reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the English name for this one. Yeah, I just checked, and that um that Majitsu Sushi orphan. Um, yeah, um, it is on Funimation. It's Funimation, great. Yeah, there you go, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so with this episode, this episode was so cute. I mean, as I as soon as I finished watching it, I asked Nas to watch it, mm-hmm. and he came back and said, "Yeah, it's it's so cute." Um, I would say too much of what happened to it, so I'll give people a chance to watch it. Um, but um, yeah, this episode just explored more of him just being a kid. Um, because we all know that because he was he was thirty three um, at the point of his death, um, so you know he's a thirty three year old trapped in a kid's body. But actually, reading kind of his emotions and stuff like that is still very immature, still very you know naive. Um, so yeah, this this episode was so was so fun to watch. I, I was really happy um, with this with this uh, episode because I can tell obviously as he gets older, and whatnot, he's going to get into like crazy encounters, with crazy fight scenes, and whatnot. Um, but for the time being, it was a nice, innocent uh, episode. Um, I highly recommend it. If I had to give it a, a rating, I'd probably give it. I'll probably give it. A, yeah, a three piece. Um, seven three piece there. Nice. Um, also watching um, Kumo Desuga Nanika, which is the So I'm a Spider, So What series. I've watched episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, both, it, it goes back to the to the main character where she's still exploring her spider powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she there's a bit where she has to fight uh, a horde of, I think, um, monkeys. Oh, these, these are demon monkeys. And how yeah just 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 that encounter she has with them um friggin sick episode um i watched uh Taturba last dungeon so Taturba last dungeon is about hmm how best to describe this anyway is this the one that's hindered dungeon only i can enter yeah yeah yeah, like like I said, Joe, for the for the purpose of just like a bit of clarity, if you're gonna say the Japanese name, you're gonna have to say the English name as well. Because like I said, some of them, because I'm watching them on Funimation and stuff, I'm only mm. getting the English name in it. So, all right, uh, let me know so I know, so then I don't double up on it on my week, and also mm. I know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, all right, then. So this, this one, isn't, this, this isn't supposed a kid from the last dungeon boonies. No, this this, 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 this is that's this the one. one. This, yeah. What? <laughs> That's what trust. That's what trust leads us. <laughs> so it's not the hidden dungeon only I can enter. No, so so this is not the hidden dungeon only I can enter. So this um, is the, the the kid from the boonies, um, whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Suppose so the kid from the last dungeon boonies yeah, moved okay. to a start the town. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I've seen that one as well. I recently just started watching that as well. Um, All right. Basically, in this one, the best way it's a fantasy world again. However, so you've got a kid that's like lives on the outskirts, and like basically, 
in like his village is right next to a dungeon it's like a, a really really strong dungeon no i wouldn't even say like the strong dungeon. it's like like you know let's say final fantasy, fantasy example in the area mm-hmm. where the final 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 bosses it's super hard like you know all the yeah. monsters, like, level. so he's coming from an area where all the monsters are like op and you know it would be where you would go to play the fight, like the final boss. But he's now traveled from that area to like Pilot Town. So he's basically <laughs> got like a level, eight, he's basically got like a level 85 Gyarados and he's based like, obviously, he, do you know what I mean? He's based, that he's just OP. Um, and it's really funny because like, he thinks he's super weak. Like in his village, he's the weakest in his village. And then everyone yeah. else that meets him is like, oh my gosh, this guy could like, blink and could kill me and um yes yeah, so I've, I've, I've i've just started that and it's 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 really good it's really entertaining um i love i love a little bit of fantasy in my anime so obviously that is definitely mm. some something i recommend as well yeah um watched um sensei shitara slime which is um that time i was i got reincarnated as a slime yeah uh, season two episode three nice really really good because i've already watched the so because i've already read the manga i know everything that's going to happen in this season but it's nice to have it animated. Okay, that's um, Skate Infinite Episode 3 was, again, really, really good. Yeah, Skate um, is dope! <laughs> um, Bongo Stray Dogs. Um, I watched all of Season 1. Bongo Stray Dogs is one where... Um, this is the probably the th- this is me watching it the third time. I'm not watching it um, for a third time because I enjoyed the anime so much. I'm watching it because the... The story, like, the story becomes a bit confusing to me. That's why I keep uh, watching it over and over again. Um, but it focuses on a young man called um, Atsushi Nakajima, um, who's an orphan, but he also has uh, powers in him, and um, he has the power to turn himself into a uh, tiger. Mm-hmm. So he um, he joins a team, an uh, investigative team, who all who are like him, but they have different powers so one person can nullify all powers um you know one person's amazing with um with guns etc etc and they fight against a mafia who have um powers as well so and they all really want him specifically no idea why they want him but they have an obsession to have him mm-hmm. um so this is journey really i think there's up to three seasons of Bungo Straight Dogs. I think the third season has already started. Um, but I'm playing catch up right now. So I'll probably go Blitz um, all season two this week. Um, and I'll feedback to you guys. But it's, it's a really, really good anime, to be honest. So definitely check it out. And I said it's not, I mean, it's obviously, it was a bit of a story, it was a bit confusing. But that's because, you know, whilst I'm watching this, I'm also doing other stuff. So that's I'm not following it too closely. Um, but moving on, um, I watched uh, Kaifuku uh, Jutsu. Uh, sorry, Kaifuku Jutsushi no Yari Naoshi, which is redo of Healer. Um, so this is the one that was um, a bit. I didn't know how to classify it, whether it was hentai, ecchi, whatever. But this is the one where um, this healer, um, Kairu, sorry, Kairu, um, goes back in time about four years prior. Um, to sort of take out his revenge on people who wronged him. Mm-hmm. Um, that I spoke in length about how he was tortured and abused or whatever. And yeah, so far I'm liking it. Just I'm just liking his revenge spree. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, um, 
I, I, just, I just have to say for anyone that wants to watch redo of Healer, yeah, that it's it it doesn't come with a trigger warning, but it probably mm-hmm. should because there's rape, both male rape and female rape. There's torture. There's drug abuse. There's nudity. There's <laughs> foul language. That like it's a lot in it. So it's definitely one that you know you can't watch at work. <laughs> Like yeah, 100%. even and and it's also one of the don't watch it. Don't watch it on the commute to to and from work. Like, yeah, just this, watch it in the hotel at yeah, home. This is you need to make sure you're watching this one where there's like people that will understand that you're watching a very hard anime. Um, mm. Also, as well, um, do not watch the censored version. It is a waste of time. It doesn't give you um, the whole picture, and you kind of mm. need the whole picture. Like you need some of the shock value that the the uncensored stuff gives you do you know what i mean like very uh, i want to say one scene in episode one the tort one of the torches where they're breaking someone's fingers like in the sense of as you can hear it but you can't see it and it doesn't really do much but when you mm. actually see <laughs> how mash up the fingers are yeah it has so much more of an impact um, yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. definitely one to watch uncensored. So um, you're gonna have to find it on one of the anime streaming sites um, and watch it there. Cause yeah, it and like I said, right now I think for me it's probably one of my favorite. Like even though it's one of the twisted most twisted, it's one of my uh, favorite animes of this current season so far. Um, mm. And it's only going to get better as time goes on. Um, like in this most recent episode, we get introduced into. Uh, more people that he's gonna go and get revenge on, but we also get introduced to another character that's gonna like aid him in getting his revenge, and they've also got a revenge story of their own. So it's definitely I cannot wait to see what happens. Oh to that yeah, one. It, it's Honestly. definitely gonna go places. I um so yes, I've already spoke about Star Trek Lower Decks, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend everyone go watch, um, mm-hmm. even if you're not a fan of Star Trek. Um, a kind encounter again. Um. I'm on episode four, and to be honest, it's okay. Um, overall, I think, I mean, so far, I, I give Uncanny, Uncanny Encounter uh, a half chicken, um, but I think it's because of the pacing of it rather than, um, you know, the story itself. I mean, the story itself is interesting, um, but I still I still recommend people go and watch um, Uncanny Encounter. It's not a waste of time, um, if, especially if you're someone who's getting into or is already into um, South Korean um, TV shows, then um, definitely check this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, Snowpiercer, um, as we've already discussed, as, as Steve has already discussed, uh, Season 2, Episode 1, which I think was really, really good. Um, the whole Snowpiercer series is good, and... Um, it's nice to watch um, the movie as well, so you understand, you know, more about the world of Snowpiercer, but you don't need to watch the movie at all to get what's happening in this one. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Steve's already said anything, so I'm not going to revisit that one. And last but not least, I'm watching... <laughs> one is going to be like... Yeah, yeah. Um, last but not least, um, I'm watching reruns of Bleach, Um Oh, wow. I'm I've I've used my VPN to get the American uh, version of Netflix, so I'm watching that. Um, it's 20 episodes a season, and I don't know if it includes it. Probably includes the um, 
the filler arcs as well, which I will definitely be skipping. Mm. But it's nice to watch to uh, watch uh, reruns of Bleach, uh, especially seeing as you know, looking back on it now, there's so much more character development that was missed out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the in the manga especially, um, that I would love to have addressed. Um, I don't know if that will be the case for the anime that's coming out, but. I would love to see, you know, more of um, Chad and his powers and him actually doing stuff, more of Rukia, not Rukia, so more of Orihime doing the same and, um, you know, the other people who are on Earth who, because of Ichigo, have developed these powers and, you know, using these powers. I don't know if that, even something like a separate squad that, you know, something like similar to Burn the Witch. I know Burn the Witch has their own, has, um, her own organization and whatnot, but even something like, uh, oh, this is just a small militia we have of people who are uh, spiritually powered and are, you know, protected either Kurokura Town or maybe a wider area from Hollows. Even just something like that, that made me happy. So I'm hoping that, you know, we, we get to see a little bit more of that. Um, other than that, that's pretty much been my week. Go on, Anna, oh, over oh. to you. Alright, so I'm going to kind of do my week in a little bit of reverse. So I'm going to talk about the most recent thing that I did. Um, so we, like, anyone that's been listening for a long time, we're like part of a, uh, like a podcast, a community. Uh, we're part of pop culture of leftovers, um, leftover army, which is like their, like their fan group in a sense, because we're obviously like big fans of theirs. Um, and one of their listeners, uh, a guy that does, um, the podcast, uh, moves from the heart and the animated backcast. Um, he's also a school teacher. And he's been doing like a little, um, I want to say maybe like 15 minute segment in his school day where he gets different people from different states and different countries to come and like read to his students. And, um, he asked me to come and do it. And, um, it was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, that is so cool. Yeah. And I got to read a Black Panther, um, story. So that was like really nice as well. And like his class, his class is a hundred percent black in it. Like, so it, oh, really? yeah, he, he like, he, he whatever school he is in and his class that he mm. teaches yeah is just a black class in it like every kid is black in it and um it was nice that I got to read um, Black Panther because obviously you know being black myself <laughs> and uh really loving that movie it was nice to it was nice to do that and um, I also wore my Stanley hoodie as well because obviously uh reading Black Panther and uh, yeah it was just nice his kids his kids are super cute um one of them what are age were they I don't know. I want to say maybe like five. Oh wow! So like really young. Yeah, yeah. I want to say like five. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll ask him actually. But yeah, I want to say like five. Um, but yeah, they were cute and it was, it was fun. It was just a nice little experience. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I just finished um, Jurassic Park season two. Um, Camp mm-hmm. Courage, uh, Camp Courageous, or whatever it's one, the one on Netflix. Um, this season wasn't as good as season one. I'm gonna give it about half chicken. Um, it's set up for a season three. Um, when that gets released, I'm probably going to watch that. I'm hoping that this season is the third and final season and it wraps it up quite nicely. Um, I don't know. This, this season just didn't have the same elements of fun as the first season had. I don't think I gave the first season that much of a high rating, but you know, this again, from my memory, this one just wasn't as good. Um, I've been watching a lot of animes, but I'm only going to touch upon the, the new ones that I've been watching this week. Um, uh-huh. so the w- other one that I thought that Martin was talking about is the, um, the hidden drunk, uh, the hidden dungeon only I can enter. Um, mm. basically in this world, there, there's this, 
kid who um his his skill is that he can talk to like this great mage and this great mage um can basically ask uh, answer any question that he has and um he wants to get stronger so the mage says like there's this particular place if you go to this particular place and train like you will become super strong in it and um he goes there and the mage uh, is like a, a cheat handbook or something you know like or you quickly yeah Google <laughs> yeah pretty, like, like, pretty much like, like a like a you know, buff up like we we're talking about the the um skyrim how to like buff up your sneak skill mm. yeah <laughs> yeah it's cool it's just really fun it's a it's a, it's, a, it's it's an etchy, but it's a light etchy. Um, but it has its fun. It has its fun moments. Uh, another one mm. that I'm watching again. It's another etchy one, but it's new for the season. Is Armor Shop for Ladies and Gentlemen. Um, the season two started um, in this season of anime. Um, I went back and watched season one, and I thought it was quite intriguing. Season one were five minute episodes. They were very quick episodes. Um, season. Season, no, season one, sorry, season one was three minute episodes. Um, season two were five minute episodes and then five minutes of like, um, a commentary with the voice actors. So that's pretty entertaining to watch. Um, it's a stupid, fun little anime taking a piss out of like, um, females wearing sexy armor and like how it's just a little bit ridiculous. Some of the armor that, uh, women wear in fantasy animes and fantasy shows, isn't it? Um, now I, was slated X arm yeah, and I'm, I watched the first three episodes, <laughs> and it's okay. I'm not gonna say it's better than I expected, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with it. So, I think what it, why it's getting such a bad rep here. It feels like they're doing like three different animations in one. So there's times where it looks like um, <clears throat> Arjun slash Ruby, and it's that like mm-hmm. I don't know weird shelf shaded animation. Then there's, then it's sometimes where it looks like they've kind of done it like normal animation. And then also the camera angles that they're, they're doing some of the shots in are just really weird. Like mm-hmm. the story itself is a good idea. It's just not being animated well. And the voice actors are a bit bland, but like it's okay enough that I'm actually going to stick with it. Like I'm actually going to follow because I want to see where the story goes. Because like I said, the idea behind it is basically it's not necessarily isekai in a sense here, but the main character um, has an accident and his brain is basically like inserted into like a um, a mechanical brain, like an android brain. And he's like kind of like frozen in time and like 30, 40 years in the future, they discover his brain and they bring him out of like stasis in a sense. And the world's kind of gone a bit to shit. And in this world, there's um, these weapons that called X arms, which are basically the equivalent of like the Imperial arms in um, not Seven Deadly Sins. Um, uh, oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. So there's basically Imperial arms in this universe, and he has to work with the police force of this of this world. Because again, I'm not saying you because he's not gone to a different universe. He just lost in time he has to help the police force of this time that he's in find the the criminals that are using these x-arms and um retrieve them so like i said the concept in itself yeah it's actually a very decent concept it's just not executed well the trailer's poor um but it's okay like this is some funny moment it's all right it's just something i have on like 
I say I have it on the background, but obviously because it's Japanese, I still got, I'm, I'm watching it in subtitles. I still got kind of semi concentrate on it, but it's okay enough. And I'll give it a cool chicken. It's not as horrendous as I thought it would be. Like I absolutely thought from that trailer, it's going to be absolutely trash. I know you watched five minutes and you didn't get back to it, but I say give it another chance. Try at least get through the first two episodes, and if after that you still don't like like it at all, um, then drop off it. All right, but um, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will check out. And again, I'm still currently watching all the new anime. I'm watching like I, I again, I'm I'm super impressed with Hori Horiyami Horiyame or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, Horiyama. Horiyama. I'm gonna put it in the show notes anyway. But like. It's getting a lot of plaudits, and I understand why it's getting a lot of plaudits because, like, it's just a really sweet anime, and it's got funny mm. moments, and like, it's just very well done. The animation is pretty super clean. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, there was another one that I wanted to mention that I didn't put in my notes. Um, and also I think what's interesting is that I'm finding a lot of um animes that are very short. I think this this one's called um Jimmy Hin. Um. It's basically, it's again, mm, yeah, it's etchy as well, I guess. Um, basically, um, like there's there's, this, there's these people that work in a, in a business office, and um, there's a girl there, but she like uh, dresses really drab and boring, um, and then one of the uh, the guy's bosses dares him to basically ask her out on a date, kind of thing. And um, mm. he does so, and they go, and then when he's at the restaurant waiting for her, like a super hot girl turns out. He's like, "Who the hell is this?" Um, not realizing it's it's the girl that everyone thinks is drab and boring. And obviously, mm. they, they start a romance, and then it progresses from there. And considering these episodes are like three to five minutes long, yeah, they get a lot of stuff done, and it's it's very entertaining. It's very funny, and. Um, I would actually say people should check this one out again, especially if you've, you're someone where you don't have a lot of time. Um, like I said, each episode is like five minutes long. Like it literally does not take too much of your time. There's about three episodes out now. Um, and it's definitely something I'm really sticking with. Um, and the last thing I'm going to talk about, um, my girlfriend has been on form. Like she has been picking shows that have been absolutely brilliant. And, um, I'm impressed because, like I said, when we first started dating, some of the shows that she would pick out, I've been absolutely terrible or she would fall asleep and would leave me to watch this horrendous show. Um, but like I said, lately, she's been making some absolute bangers. Um, uh, this show that I'm going to talk about gets a whole chicken. Um, it's called It's a Sin. Um, it is uh, E4 production. Um uh-huh. It's created by Russell T. Davis and developed by a Red Production Company. Um, the five-part miniseries. Oh, is... I've seen this being advertised. It's sort of set in the eighties with yes. AIDS and yes, um, like a, a, a boy coming out and becoming like you know realizing he's gay and yeah. Uh, okay, and so yeah, it's, that it's a five-part miniseries set from nineteen eighty-one to nineteen ninety-one in London. It premiered on the United in the UK on Channel Four on the twenty-second of January. Uh, we record, it will be broadcast to our United States list, uh, to our United States listeners on HBO Max on the beginning of February, 18th of Feb. Um, yeah, this show is, well, this miniseries is really good. So it follows a group of friends all in their late teens. 
who moved to London in 1981 and had their lives turned upside down by the HIV AIDS um, pandemic that kind of happened. Um, and it was interesting to see, because obviously, like, you know, I was alive in that period of time. And even from 89 to 91, when I was born, I was like a child. So, you know, I didn't really have the knowledge of what was going on. I didn't realize how, like, you always see about HIV and AIDS being such a issue in Africa, but you never really, or I had never really seen anything that showed um, how it affected London back then and how, like, um, the gay community was treated in 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 those de- in those days, um, and how like it's a little bit like with the coronavirus, people didn't know what it was, so you know for a while they weren't even talking about it. It was very hush hush, um, and people that had it were just like being locked in hospital with like no no real treatment. No one was allowed to see them. They were treated like they had leprosy, do you know what I mean? They were like super infectious. Um, it, it's, it, it's a really compelling story. Um, I would highly recommend people check this out. Um, I, what, one thing I thought was really cool was that, um, the, the writer, the person that, um, wrote this story, um, a lot of it is based around his friends, um, growing up and stuff and during that time. And what was cool is that, um, there's a character called Jill Baxter. Um, she is based off a friend of the author and she's also, she's, she, she's in the show and she plays the mum of herself in a sense. So I thought that was, that was, that was really cool. Um, That's cool. but yeah, it's it, like, it's, it's a tough watch in, in moments. Um, again, like, I feel, I, I don't, I gotta be, mm, not necessarily I gotta be careful how I word this, but like, I felt, I feel a bit bad for the gay community because like, after this has come out, yeah, um, there's been like news articles, um, compared, like, you know how sometimes like, oh, you know, if, if, let's, you know when it's like, oh, if a black person does something, they're labeled as a thug, this, that, and the other, but if a white person oh. does something, they're labeled as, um, misguided. Or, do you know what I mean? And so with this one, like, um, in recent times, like, people have been praising Bridget- Bridgerton and saying, mm-hmm. like, how, um, you know, grey is and, like, even though it's got, like, a lot of sex, it's, like, it's been, like, I want to say glorified, but, like, people are saying a lot of nice things about it. So let me even plot out. So the sun says, <clears throat> history buff, the, um, the period dreams of the hottest sex scenes ever from Bridgerton's steamy oral sex to Versace, of a size endless rumps so they've they've given that a, a, a very positive spin in it and then yeah. so with it's it's a sin the headline the headline is so much sex it's a sin viewers shocked by drums explicit explicit sex montage with raunchy threesome and oral sex now for someone that's watched game of thrones and <laughs> and other things of a probably a little bit more um vulgar nature in a sense like i don't find it any different do you know what i mean especially i think like where for me anyway i've i'm more progressive than when i once went what what i once was um uh-huh. do you know what i mean where like you know because i, I want to say it wasn't like the first male 
kiss on TV um, in that football show where that guy was basically a sex addict and he just wanted to fuck and he ended up kissing one of his his football mates. I, I can't remember what the name of the show is, but I, I feel like that was like the very oh, first. I did not know that show. Oh, it was on. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was on ITV. I never watched it, but I just remember it being such a, a big hoo ha because they showed two guys kissing, and I was just like, "Oh, I didn't realize that hadn't been done before on UK TV." Um, and obviously, he hadn't. Um, so it's just like it was it because obviously, as black people, we have our own struggles in it, like you know, racism and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it was interesting to see. Um, in a sense, the um, uh, what like the LG LGBTQT community, what they had to go through back then when prejudice was quite rife. Like, I think as a society, for the most part, we've progressed that we've adapted and we've started to understand things. And um, I think if there's so like i don't know i want to say if there's someone that you know is still transphobic they should watch this because i don't think this is gonna do anything for them um actually no it could because again it shows you like at the end of the day like there's still people in it like not in like a negative way but like they weren't viewed as people and like uh-huh. there were a lot of insults of throwing at them they you know they were tough and like one of the characters uh is um and, and, and uh, he's portraying a Nigerian um, at, and, and he's portraying a Nigerian person it. and obviously we like me and my we know what how like how much of a, a taboo being homosexual um, did I even say that right homosexual that doesn't yeah. sound right is that yeah homosexual yeah. In, in African community is like it is peak like in a lot of African countries yeah you can you if you are gay you you, you cannot come out in it like you will die. Hundred percent. There's, a, there's a, yeah. a, a heavy chance of you not making it out of the closet. Do you know what I mean? You might get out of the closet, and then you might either die or get thrown into the closet or get tortured. Like it can be really peaking it. So um, yeah, no, I, I think I think this is 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 something that people should check out. Uh, it's really well done as well, and I think I, I like the fact that. It's filmed very accurately. Like they've got the old cars, you know, the technology for the most part, like is very low frame. Like they don't have a phone in their house. And, um, I thought again, one of the things I've like, I've always known like, um, GAY and heaven have been like clubs that have been around for a very long time. Um, but watching yeah. this, I was trying to like, do my research. Like GAY and heaven have been around since like the seventies and like it's still in Soho today. And like, it's a it's a pretty cool spot. Like I've been there a couple of times, and like I think what's for me anyway, what's fun about well back then going to a gay club was that I am normally the only guy among a, a large group of female friends in it. And mm-hmm. when you go to a normal club, in a sense, yeah, because they're attractive ladies, they they get hit on. So most of the night, I would spend my time being like the boyfriend to like seven different women, and. <laughs> sometimes sometimes that's fun a job which you must have you know happily taken oh yeah yes yeah. don't get just sometimes it was fun but then sometimes it could be a hassle like you're trying yeah, to you're exactly. trying to leave the club and then people are hounding them and you're just like girls like let's go home it's three o'clock in the morning like i want to go to bed and then they, some of the most of the time they also want to leave as well but then there's guys trying to draw for them and okay but in a gay club you're just like 
they they can dance and do their stuff because no, for the most part, it's it's, it's majority men in there, and mm. they're not interested in them. So you can have a quite relaxed, peaceful evening. Do you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> and let's just get this right. So we're talking about like yeah, controversial stuff that where you know like you know um, people people coming out and like you know um, things being portrayed in certain ways and 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 now you're talking about this like mock polygamous relationship you're having with like <laughs> you know six <laughs> women in a gay <laughs> club it's definitely not no polygamous relationship but it's just like again <laughs> at, <laughs> at uni i had a lot of female friends and i used to go out <laughs> clubbing with them and it was just a hassle because like you know, some like I'm pretty sure you've experienced that when you've gone out and you're just uh, in your in your younger days where you used to go out and like you see guys hitting on girls and then sometimes the girls are just like, "This is honestly not what I want. I've just come out to have a good time, have a laugh yeah. with my friends." Like, and some guys just don't get that message. Yep. So you play you play you play the role you need to play in it just to make sure that they're safe because you yeah. don't want them to end up you know being put in compromise compromising situations. Um, mm. But I did go to a gay club once, um, not realizing it was a gay club. <laughs> um, and uh, I was, this was when Steph and I were like dating. Mm. Um, we just started dating and we went to Brighton. Um, and, we were, and it was, we, someone was basically in our group of friends. They were like, oh, yeah, I know a place we can go to. And mm. we're trying to find a place that we could get into without having to like pay a fortune for, yeah. for New Year's Eve. And we ended up in this this club. We walked down down these stairs, and one of our group was like, "Did you see the the sign on the outside?" And I was like, "No, I've, I've, I was oblivious to that because mm. you know I was just like all eyes on on stair." And <laughs> um, and so we walked back outside, and it's this like neon sign of two people humping, and it was called the Fuck Club. <laughs> and <laughs> That's honestly, funny. it was the best evening ever. And um, I. I I, I was told afterwards, I was completely oblivious to this as well, that I was told afterwards that um, I was, I kept getting sent up to get drinks from the bar because mm. every time I went to the bar, I got charged like half price by the bar, by the, by the bartender. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. So they were like, uh, oh yeah, you can go get some more drinks, Stevie, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I would do the same. Like the, being in a gay club, yeah, it's probably the only time that, I as a straight man can get like free drinks or get guys to buy me drinks. <laughs> um, not like that experience hasn't happened, but again, if I was in that situation, it's all way to buy me drinks. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to say no and get free drinks. Um, but yeah, no, the first time, the f- I'm not even like the first time I went to a gay club, it was quite, quite awkward because I wasn't like, um, as open minded as I am now, especially like growing up in a, a strict African Christian home. You know, you're kind of taught like, oh, anyone that is, any like relationship that's not a man and a woman is wrong. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So mm. seeing that, like, I, I like, I will never forget the first time I saw two girls kissing, and I know the stereotype is that you know for guys to like be like, oh my gosh, two women kissing, way like, do you know what I mean? And we all enjoy watching <laughs> lesbian porn, which I'm pretty sure most of us do. But um, <laughs> at, the, at, at, at the age that I was at, like, we were um. In Crade and Tiger Tiger, and like these got these two girls, like it was was it was a big group of like friends from college times, and I had and I had a girlfriend at that time as well, um, 
and like these girls they were proper like dancing and winding each other and I was like oh shit yeah. I was like hey okay cool 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 and then like you know as the night went on yeah then I remember one time like um, I was looking at watching them on the dance floor and they started kissing I, like my mind was just like blue I was like whoa what are you guys I was like what are you doing like stop that stop like stop no what are you doing like that's not right like can can oh, people I was like can someone separate them what they're doing is wrong like I <laughs> I, I, I was so confused like that night Dude, this is a, a, isn't this a good example though as to how like you know um, when you're trying to deal with like with other cultures and other sort of like countries where they've got certain beliefs and, and really mm-hmm. strict kind of like you know like very old fashioned views about you know relationships and stuff it yeah. can re- that seeing stuff like that can be shocking can't it like that, oh bro that, i was that, shocked having that experience you know like um it, it kind of makes you understand you know when you hear people talking um about you know like oh that's um i don't know i i always get a little bit wound up when people talk about oh, it's a sin or that's uh mm. you're you're a heretic or you're a you know mm. like when they start talking um about like you like blaspheming because you're yeah. saying something that doesn't ag- agree with yeah. like someone's religious beliefs and yeah but 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 just thinking about that like experience you had nana their brains at that point when you're saying stuff must be going <laughs> you oh, know, like, listen, like and, and, and again i think you know i'm like again when you go and watch this year like, i implore you guys to watch it like you see that with as we get new information as we get technology advances you learn different things because like they, like they were referring to aids as the gay as the gay disease the gay man disease because it only for, for, yeah. as far as they were concerned it only it, for the most part it only affected gay men not realizing like you know it was linked to hiv it was linked to cancer and like even myself like as i was watching i was like i was trying to like research on aids because like there wasn't a lot i knew about it and um you, you you learn as you watch the show and again like you know what that, that this was me in like i don't know 2006 2007 like now if i see if i saw um two guys kissing two girls kissing i was just like yeah it, 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 it is what it is like i'm yeah, very yeah. open and even then i think i've told this story in this podcast before like i remember there was a time when they were debating whether um gay people should be um should be allowed to um adopt and i'm just gonna put this out there yeah i'm just gonna use the word gay but that relates to everything with the lgbqt community like i'm just i'm not trying to single nobody out before i get email in my email box saying "Uh, (laughs) you just kept on referring to get like i'm i'm grouping you all in with the word gay right now because it's just too long to keep saying lgbqt it's long just gay for like i'm not trying to be offensive but gay yeah so um there was there was a while back where they were um like deciding whether gay people should be allowed to adopt kids and um mm-hmm. it was even on the news or like a documentary that i was watching and um the, the they were a lovely um white rich couple um you know nice house they had everything like in a way that they could actually look after their kids in it and mm-hmm. like they seemed really cool um like down-to-earth people and then towards the end of the interview the guy was just like you know like um if you didn't if you had such a big issue with gay people adopting well tell the heterosexual people to stop having sex and abandon kids 
because we just want to give yeah. love to these kids that the, mm. the the straight people are just abandoning. Like you're like if you don't want us to look after like look after your kids in it, and then we won't have to give them love in it. We won't have to provide for them. We won't. We we're in a sense taking them potentially off the streets and potentially out of harm's way. Like yeah, why why should it matter if it's a, a two guys or two women like? Obviously, don't get twisted. I still feel like there's certain elements where it can go wrong. Um, and I can't remember what celebrity it is, but there's one celebrity. She's gone to Africa. She's adopted two boys, and then she's raising them as daughters. She's constantly putting them in in girls' clothes and constantly doing like putting them in free outfits. And again, things like that that kind of still rubs me the wrong way because you know. Their boys, kind of do, thing. That this do you think that's that, going to be the next thing, though? That that um, our society sort of like, I don't know. Like, if you think back to say the eighties and and the, the 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 things that were going on with accepting people who were um, not heterosexual, mm. um, yeah, and um, that kind of like like all the kind of like faux pas and and cultural kind of like hang ups that loads of people were having. What's the next kind of cultural change that we're going oh, to become next, more? Oh, the next cultural change is all the, the days and dems and I'm gender fluid. Like, it's gender. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me a Like, don't get twisted. I'm still, like, with everything here, I'm still going to take the piss, in it? Yeah. And, it like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm still going to take the piss. I'm still going to make certain jokes for the most part, depending on, in a sense, who I'm around, in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like look at with the Elliot Elliot Page. Like I'm going to try and be respectful and call him him. Do you know what I mean? And if I if I ever met someone, they were like, okay, I want to be known as this. As long as they're not taking a piss and asking for me to refer them to them as a donkey or 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 you know I, I identify as a cat, then I'm gonna do within reason to like respect their wishes. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. If I if I want to identify as the dude from the Big Lebowski, you cannot identify you can as the Big calling dude. me no, the dude. No, because you're Stevie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and if someone says to me, "What gender is Steve?" I'm gonna say he's a male. He's a man. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna do. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like, and again, we've had these arguments on the on the podcast before. But like, if someone comes up to me and says their child is missing, I'm gonna ask whether they're a boy or a girl because I need to put an announcement out. That's going to yeah. be the quickest way to help them identify and get to the child. If I say um, mm. there's a missing child, they have blue hair, blue eyes, and they're about seven years old. And they like, those are the descriptions they and, and they are wearing a, 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 a yellow top. Like those descriptions mm. there, yeah. If you're in a supermarket where there could be, I don't know, loads of kids in the area kind of thing, yeah, isn't helpful. Do you know what I mean? Like for those situations, you need to go with the traditional. I am looking for a boy. I am looking for a girl. I am looking for a black person. I am looking for a white person. I am looking for an yeah, like yeah. those situations. There, yeah. I don't. Why think- is it a little boy that 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 is like into wearing like skirts and and feminine clothes? That's that's fine, but at least I can still say it's a boy that's dressed as a girl. Because then that, uh, <laughs> it, those, no, but again, sure. those, those descriptions there would be very helpful. I, I can't, like, I, f- 
things like that, yeah, I don't think you, you should mess around with it. Do you know what I mean? But in like a normal, in a normal setting, yeah, it's kind of whatever in it. Like, I, I, I'm still gonna be a little bit weary of using a unisex toilet. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm so used to going to the men's room, to the girls' room. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm in a club, yeah, not that we've been in a club for a very long time, yeah, I still want things to be kind of separated. Do you know what I mean? Because for me, it's more in a sense for my safety, in a sense, because a lot of the times, yeah, and I and I think this is still the case in most places in public in public restrooms, yeah, there's no CCTV, yeah. So now, let's say you're in a place where it's got a unisex bathroom, yeah, and it's like not like in the individual stalls, but it's like a normal toilet, but like that you walk into, and then everything's kind of separate. If something mm. happens, yeah, because some men are scumbags, yeah. And all they've got is a time of reference or, or, or a time frame of who was in the vicinity at a time, yeah, and a, and a, a, a certain description. If I've gone to a, a, a club where majority of the people are black and listen to R and B and that, like, I'm gonna fit. And 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 this happens to say it's a it's a black male. I'm already in the shit because if I'm in the toilet around that time, yeah. I'm, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give an example. This happened to, um, one of my friends, um, in, down in Kingston. Yeah. Mm. Went clubbing. Um, I think because we were the university, we were all in fancy dress. Yeah. Now, that night a stabbing happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's dressed up as Superman. Yeah. So they've basically looked at, all the um, driver's license that was scanned between, let's say, 8 p.m. and 9, and 9 p.m., yeah? Because mm-hmm. all they know is that it was a, a certain group of black boys that entered the, the club at that time, yeah, that um, stabbed the person. So he's had his night out and he's gone home. He's half drunk. He's still wearing super, Superman cosplay that he wore to the club. He's getting a knock on the door by the police at three o'clock, yeah, and he's getting hauled out of his house because he, not even he, because he fits the description, he fit the time frame. Do you know what I mean? So having that in a sense, when it comes to like the toilet situation, again, it could get sticky. I'm not saying like it can't get sticky, even if it's just male toilets and female toilets, but again, you erase in a sense some of that risk. Do you know what I mean? And like I said. It's, it's it's still a little bit it's still a little bit awkward because like I don't know, I don't I don't know, I don't know you pissing at a funeral and then turn around as a chick just standing washing her hands you know what I mean like it's a bit it's, a, mean, it's a bit sticky you'd be, surprised, you'd be surprised that some of the times I've been into a, into a club or a pub and and you you've gone for a piss and then you turn around there's a woman having a piss oh listen I hate that I I hate that like I've experienced that as well yeah especially when you go to like um like concerts or, st- or stuff where like there's there's no queue for the men's but there's like a a, a, a 10 15 minute queue for the ladies so some of the mm. women just think all right screw it, i'm just gonna go to the gents and i hate when they do that i like if i see that i normally cuss them up i'm like what why are you in a sense putting yourself potentially in harm's way mm. and two like you're making me uncomfortable because like i'm trying to tip, tip have a piss and then 
you're just there like I don't know if you're looking at my junk like nah like don't do that <laughs> do you know what I mean so do you think I, there's often that kind of like that 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 feeling that our oh, men don't care because they're like you know I like, think I, 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 of, think, like, I, think, I think so I think I there think so. is but like I said like for me anyway there are there are times where I care in it and the times where like I'm uncomfortable like, and again like obviously I don't have to do so much now but like when I used to take the, the, the girls out and they were like proper small yeah either I would have to go into the ladies or they would have to come into the gents because I had to go with them and again it was a bit like hey this is not comfortable like I'm not meant to be here like this is the ladies room like I, sh- I shouldn't be in the ladies do you know what I mean like I'm meant to go to the gents but I do think the next the next thing that is going to be the thing that might take a while for people to get used to and for people to like in a sense get to a certain level of acceptances is the whole gender is the whole gender thing do you know what i mean mm. especially for young people i think when someone's still like you know they haven't really gone through puberty and they're already saying that oh you know i want to be a woman now even though they've been a boy for like the first like i think there's always gonna be that little weariness do you know what I mean and it's gonna it's gonna take like I said it's gonna take a while because again as far as I know I don't think I know anyone that's transitioned I don't think I know anyone that's um, wants to be identified as a man even though I can as far as I am concerned I can clearly see that they're a woman or anyone that's a man that wants to identify as a woman even though I can clearly see that they're a man like don't get twisted like if you're someone that likes cross-dressing and you know you like you want to do your round pulls and all that stuff there calm do you but again and i don't know round pool but i don't know if they still he's still in that here i don't know if he still identifies himself as a man and just likes to dress as a woman on weekends and stuff like that or whether he honestly believes he's a woman i don't know i don't follow him like that i've never the important thing is that you you, you don't mind you know, like they can do what they they can do what they like. You know, any as long as if the problem comes if you started like inflicting your, you know, like if you had strong opinions about something and then mm. you started actually trying to say no, you can't you can't do that and you can't be what who you no, are. No, listen, like, like you said, I don't mind it as as long as you're not doing something that's hurtful and you treat other people respect. For the most part, I don't care in it. Like not in like a negative way, but as long as it's not affecting me, I don't care in it. If you now want to be called Sally or Stephen or, you know, you want to be now, you're Richard, but now you're not called Rachel. As long as you you're, you don't bother me in a sense, I don't care in it. And like, even with um gay people in a sense, yeah, like my only, if like, it's not really iffy, but like my only thing that's a little bit jarring is those that like are so like, how do I even, how do I even put it? They're like so, uh, I'm, oh my gosh! Then like, like if you, you, you like, you, like, <laughs> like, like, um, like, oh, who's the character from um, oh, the Fifth Element? Um, oh, I mean, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris Tucker's, Chris, Chris Tucker's character. It, 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 that is an awesome is, character. Is, He's is, so is, funny. Is the word camp? I don't know, but like. If, oh, do you mean really effeminate men? Um, no, no. Yeah. Or like, how do you, how do you mean? Just, like, just yeah, like being super feminine, isn't it? like. I don't mind mm. if you're gay in it, like, but like, at least like, can we still talk about, like, again, this is where it's getting a bit stereotypical, but like, can we still talk about football? Can we still talk about like, you know, action movies and stuff like, 
stuff that's in a sense generally stereotypical men. Like, I don't care if you're into dudes, yeah, but at the same time, like, I would like for you to kind of like still be a dude. And again, that's just that's like my very minimal minimal <laughs> thing. Flag of the play, now, that's flag of the play. Yeah, that's a flag of the play. <laughs> do, you, um, do, you, do you sometimes feel like it's a bit of a, an act? Then I right? do it's sometimes feel like, like because they see that's how they how it is on TV. Then that's how that, that it is like mm-hmm. like again, yeah. Some of the some of the gay people that I know, yeah, like. They're just, they're just, they're just the homies, innit? They're just still like, they're still man them, innit? Like, and that, and that's the thing for me that I would appreciate if like, and again, this is just my, my little, um, uh, what's it called? My little annoyance when it comes to that kind of thing, innit? Like, I still want to yeah. be able to chat to you like man them, innit? Like, I still want you to be like, hey, let's go for a beer. Like, don't, and no, yeah. don't, don't get twisted, yeah? I like my cocktails, innit? So if I go to a club, club or somewhere, yeah, I'm all an apple martini, do you know what I mean? Like, you, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying you have to get beers and you know get a manly man's drink, but at the same time, like there's like you know, I just want to be able to like, yo, dude, you see that car? Nah, I don't like cars because like you know I'm gay. Like so, cars are not my like. No, like if it is generally not your thing, car in it. But like sometimes I feel like some of them just force it in it because that's how they. I think they they feel like they're expected to behave, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah, maybe, what... maybe. I mean, it, if it, I guess it depends, like whether they, how long, you know, if that's just the way they've grown up. And, yeah, and, yeah, don't get twisted. Like, you know, I've, accepted, I've... I guess it would be a shock if one of your mates, like, came out and became, you know, like, came out the closet and was like gay. Mm. As you know, like I said, I was gay, and then all of a sudden changed. Yeah, from being you know, But then again, yeah, I, yeah. I understand that mm. some people like hide that side of them, so that might be it mm. and again i've met some i've met some uh, some some that are like super girly but like i can see that's like that's their personality do you know what i mean like i can see that that's just them mm. in it but again yeah so in terms of the answer to your question which uh, we've kind of digressed a bit on i do think gender is going to be that next thing that we have to adapt learn and come to a point where we can I don't want to say emphasize, but we can like just deal with it and it's not too much drama. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, again, there's going to be an awful lot of drama though, because of the internet. And, and oh yeah. hundred percent. Like, like yeah, the people who are like on the internet, both ends, like people who are, are critical, but also people who are like, Oh, what do you call them? Uh, my kids call them S S J W social justice yeah. warriors who, who will like, they'll, They'll go to town, scream in your face, and yeah, and be unwilling to accept a person's faults. So, what I mean by accept a person's faults is that yeah. a person may be struggling to understand something, right? So, just because they've said something wrong, it's almost like they shut them down instantly, and the person's not allowed to explain themselves in, in in a way to sort of for them to help them understand a situation. Okay, I've said something wrong. You're clearly upset. How have I said it? That's wrong. Mm. Um. Even st- I understand, I understand what you what you mean, Nana. That even if someone gets wrong, rather than hammering over the head with with with, uh, with a bat, saying you got this wrong, do 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 do. Actually, yeah. okay, this is what you said. This is how we've taken it. I know you didn't mean it that way, or you might not have meant it that way. So help me to help you understand. Kind of like you know, I guess using our platform, how we help people of other ethnicities, sort of identify with black people's problems if, mm. if you know what I mean or problems with them uh, that you know black people um, face and rather than us being people of the head going 
um, you have said this that we don't we don't tolerate blah, blah X Y and Z. We're actually saying okay, this is how we we perceive it. Uh, to help you understand, obviously, ask us questions and we'll do our best to understand it and actually have a dialogue rather than mm. us shutting our dialogue and you know stopping people from making mistakes and being corrected on those mistakes. If you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I, I I try. I think like I tr- for the most part go with, like what the Dave Chappelle said about like with comedy being subject- subjective in it, but like at the same time you can't make fun of one thing and not make fun of the other. And that's kind of... Yeah, 100%. That I go with a, of a lot of things in life now. Like, I can't... Like, if I had, if I had someone that was, like, a, a gay friend that was in my circle, the same jokes that I would make about a straight person is the same kind of jokes that I would, I would make for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't yeah. want to change how I am and change my jokes. Like, don't get just Like, again, there'll be certain jokes that I, I know will probably be, like, super off-limits, innit? But there'll yeah. be a, time, a couple of times where I'll be like, yo, so you see that dude Jay, yeah? You find him attractive, yeah? Like, you know, is that is that is that a bit of you, yeah? Like, <laughs> it, it'll be the same way if I'm with the lads and we see a hot girl, I'll be like, oh, is that you, yeah? Like, again, you, you would, in, you, I would still include them in the banner and the jokes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, now we can't talk about girls with you. Like, we're... The person will That's still the be. Thing, isn't it? This person will still it's be. Still be inclusive. Yeah, they can. They can still. They can still give an opinion. They may not be super attractive to females, but they can still say whether they think one's pretty or not. And then again, like I said, every now and then, while we might throw in a joke and see a, a, a dude that looks attractive, like, hey, is that you? Yeah, like, go on, go get his number <laughs> in it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the piss taking will still be the same. Um, and obviously, I can say that now because obviously I'm in a different place in life. You, 10, 15 yeah. years ago, then uh, maybe not. Like, I'll probably get my Bible out and start slapping you with it. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, like, di- different time and different and different and different knowledge. Do you know what I mean? And, like I said, I'm, I'm, I really do hope that as time goes on and, like, when I bring my kids into this world, yeah, that, you know, for the most part, they won't have to face racism. They won't have to face any issues with, you know, who they choose to love. Um, what kind of job they want to be like i just want them to hopefully come into a world where they'll be treated fairly and judged on their actual achievements and not by things that people in a sense shouldn't care about and yeah you know i'm pretty sure that's what well uh, maybe not back in the day but i'm pretty sure now that's what everyone wants for their kids just for them to the sense to be happy in it and um if you watch again going back to it's a sin I don't want to get into it too much because I want people to watch this. I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not spoiling anything, but like, there is one of the guy, one of the guys' characters in it. Their dad is very, like, not someone that they could come out to because their dad is very like, oi, here's some condoms. When you go to London, have some fun, enjoy the girls out there. You know, <laughs> like, you know, right. just don't knock them up. Like, he's proper like pushing be with girls da, 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 da. but then mm. when when he comes out he's a little bit iffy with him but then when something else happens the dad is like you're my son in it like i honestly don't care like you're my son i want you to be like healthy like, i don't want you to mm. you know bad things to happen to you and then you're just like huh okay but all this time you were kind of like treating him like a bit of a like you didn't love him for for who he was but it's taking mm. this thing to happen and to actually be like okay the dad's maybe not as much of a scumbag as you originally think he is um 
but yeah, no, nah, this gets an absolute whole chicken. Um, it, it, it's, it should be watched. And I think, um, it will open up some topics of discussion because again, I think sometimes seeing people as human beings is an eye opener and it will, it will tug at your heartstrings. Like if you don't get a little bit upset watching this, I, I will have to come, I will have to kind of question your, uh, emotional, um, standpoint. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard story to watch. You know what I mean? But it's, it's needed. And I think it shows where we've come. Do you know what I mean? Yes, we still have incidents here and there. And yes, there are people in the world that are still dicks, but mm-hmm. compared to how we were in the eighties or the seventies or even even before that I think we've come a long way and it's good and again like I said I know I've made some shady comments towards the LGBTQ community with some some of the dumb things that I think they've done but for the most part I am fairly supportive of their cause like like I said and I've said this before I and even though now I'm a, a bit more appreciative of their cause just don't try and say your cause is on the same level as black people or that's when me and you are going to have beef because that's a whole nother kettle of fish and we could be here for five hours discussing that yeah um but that's the only time i get super annoyed at them um but yeah it's a sin go check it out uh if you are in america it comes out 18th of february on hbo max um i highly recommend you guys see it uh i highly look forward to this some other podcasts and hear what they think about it um before we get into the news, um, let's talk some Wonder Vision. Uh, Stevie, I'm gonna let you start uh, since you've spoken really too tough. Um, yeah, what was your thoughts on episode four, Wonder Vision, and uh, are you liking it? Oh yeah. Oh, Micah. Oh, so sorry, 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 bro, bro, sorry. I just seen that Micah's in the chat. Yeah. Micah says footballers' wives. The show I was talking about was footballers' wives. So thank you, Micah, for that one. And yeah, <laughs> Wonder Vision. Let's go. So if if anyone's watching on the stream, um, we are about to talk about Wonder Vision. Uh, you have been warned. Uh, there is will be spoilers. So if you ain't seen it yet, you might want to turn turn up the the stream on mute for now. Uh, come back in about twenty minutes. All right, go, Stevie. <clears throat> yeah, no, I was, uh, it, it, this is like now they have like absolutely laid down the the gauntlet. Now this is. They've answered so many questions in this episode, and it is... I, I said this to you guys after it was released. They should have released all four episodes in one go, and that would have been like the... You know, like, this is this is WandaVision. Welcome back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because mm-hmm. this is fucking awesome. I am so happy. The, the first three episodes were quite... It felt like they were quite slow. There's lots of question marks. Mm-hmm. And I was like just itching for more for a bit of bit of what's the word when when you get like um some answers told or, or you know like um mm-hmm. yeah I was, I was itching for a bit of closure to see like what the fuck is going on yeah and now it has happened uh they, they've uh they they've they kind of laid down what's happened since the snap mm-hmm. um uh or the second snap wasn't it the, since blip. the second snap and the blip the blip that's it yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, we could get into the detail, but this is, uh, I'm so happy. 
This is yeah. really good. And I can't wait for the rest of the episodes. Right, cool. Martin, what's your little like surface views? Oh, surface views. Yeah. It was nice seeing um it was nice seeing everything sort of I guess retelling the first three episodes because you know at the end of the episode one, you want to know whose hand it was that was in the crisps or whatnot. Um, we finally got told that. Um, this is so that what I'm talking about is after the one division credits, so the fake credits, mm. leading on to the actual credits of episode one, uh, which is on color, I seen that person's hand. Um, that mm-hmm. was revealed to us, and so were other things revealed to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I really enjoy because. Um, you know, they, they've introduced characters from all over the MCU, um, which I have in my notes. Um, so um, it, was, it was overall a good episode, um, especially seeing people um, <clears throat> coming back after after the blip. And I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to ask a question about this, uh, but I thought I'll ask it when we dive further into One Division. But overall, a very very good episode. Um, I give it a three piece because, like Stevie said. Or echo what Stevie said. It's one division come back to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. and I'm also excited to see you know the next episode and how things progress from here. So I did not care for episode three whatsoever. I mm. did not like that episode. Chill, joy. It, it was just long, and I didn't care for the mm. twin. Like didn't care for the whole pregnancy storyline they were trying to throw in. Didn't care for the humor. I just wasn't enjoying it. This episode brought me back in with a bang. Like, and the thing is, like, it's not like the sh- the show lost me. I was always invested in the show, and I really enjoyed the first Ooh. two episodes. But like, I loved how they tied everything in, and it was even more than I expected. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, at the same time, though, it did create more questions than it did create answers. Um, but as a whole, really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I want to give it a free piece. Um, I want to see where they go from here and how they continue to build it on. Do we still get to see the world universe fracture even some more or do we get some more normality for a little while? Uh, are we going to get kind of... As we're getting longer episodes, are we going to get maybe like 20 minutes in in the TV shows and then 20 minutes in the real world or how are they going to split up? And I'm looking forward to that. All right, so now... We oh, are can a- I say, do you know what, just um, what, something that I was just thinking whilst you are talking there, oh. one of the things that I think that made this episode four that much better and sort of like really like it is directing the show in a different direction than I was expecting. So when they were plugging this, it was, it's WandaVision. So those are the two kind of main characters. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. after watching episode four, it feels like actually... Wanda is the backdrop to all of this mm-hmm. and that actually we are following other characters in it and that we're going to get, we've had a fuckload of Wanda mm-hmm. in all, in other, other, <coughs> other movies already mm-hmm. had a load of vision. What we haven't had is some of the other characters that we're seeing and mm-hmm. they are getting more, they got a whole, whole load more limelight in like episode four. Well, and yeah, really refreshing, and I'm really invested in like seeing what's going to happen with them, and like um, I want to actually follow their story rather than necessarily like Wanda's mm. story. I I disagree with that in terms. Of I want to follow their story, but I liked how they used 
these characters to tie the MCU together. Um, uh-huh. And I felt like I haven't watched some of the shows in a while, but I felt it gave some of these like side characters a bit more to chew on, which is mm-hmm. good, but I don't necessarily want it to them to like, in a sense, become the focus unless certain things have happened. Um, yeah. Nana, so- didn't you have a question last week about whether WandaVision would tie in stuff that we've seen in things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that? Yes. I'm sure you mentioned stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, so I guess with this one, it was, it was confirmed. It was, well it, was it was confirmed um, by certain people's names. Um, yeah. Certain things that we saw. Um, certain people we saw as well. So yeah, so obviously, all right, so with episode four, I'm going to give a little bit of a surface. We are introduced um, to, okay, not only are we introduced into who certain characters are, we are told where the timeline fits into the MCU. So episode four, the first two minutes starts with a blip and we start to see people coming back in a hospital. One of the characters that comes back from the blip is Monica Rambeau. Um, she believes that she was at a hospital um, taking care of her mum who's just come out of like, some kind of cancer treatment. But yeah. obviously she's been gone for two years. So the mum's had the cancer treatment and has also gone on to pass away. Well, wasn't it like five years that she's been gone for? No, more? three years. Then, didn't they say like the, the mum died two or three years ago, but then this was like... Um, She'd already like been in like got better, and then like three years later got got worse. I thought that I thought I thought the mum I thought the mum died two years after she previously two years after she disappeared. I should have wrote wrote better notes. Um, (laughs) The the fact, uh, do you know what was interesting? Right, so they've they've basically answered the question so i was always wondering mm. when people got like removed mm-hmm. um by the snap of the fingers did they get somewhere sent somewhere else and then the whole time that they were they were like conscious and aware or were they literally wiped from reality and then brought back into reality and this mm. is basically said she doesn't she feels like she just went to sleep and then woke up the next day yeah so mm. she doesn't remember any any of the time that that uh, you know because there was this snapped. idea about them being in like the soul universe the soul stone yeah like, yeah 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 so that answered but, that question but again just saying that they, they established that this takes place after the blip it takes place in a sense three weeks after the events of um Endgame no which was the last one is Endgame it was Endgame wasn't it yeah, yeah Infinity Wars so, Endgame yeah so this takes place three weeks after Endgame and um, a weird disturbance has happened where a whole city is in a sense disappeared and no one has recollection of the city even though it's clear to see that Westview exists um, we get Agent Wu I'm pretty sure that's the name who appeared yeah. in appearance who's, who, who was in Ant-Man who's a member of the FBI yeah. He has and he's also I'll let you finish sorry I'll let you finish he's contacted S.W.O.R.D. because obviously there's something strange going on that's way out of his jurisdiction and they've sent um, Monica Rambeau to help him investigate um, she gets sucked into the force field uh, and then that's how we get to see like the events of episode one um, uh-huh. now 
what was also cool about this episode is we got I can't remember her name her her MCU name was it Kat Dennings character from four um, one and two yeah she comes back into this her name's Darcy Darcy Lewis who worked with Jane Foster there you when go. Thor initially came to Earth thank you very much and obviously she's got expertise in this kind of strange happenings um and you know they start investigating um why there's a a missing city with all these missing people and then we get to start to see how the outside world has been affecting the one the one division world um and so do you think there's actually a west view yeah or is it there's a a west view and there was only ever an east view no there's 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 definitely a west there's definitely a west view there's a west view but she's so everybody's memory has been like wiped of the knowledge of, of Westview. Yeah, for the for the most yeah. part. Those are the surrounding areas. I'm guessing Westview's like this this like cuz they said the population but I'm say, I'm guessing it's like a very secluded city or town. It was only 3 was only 3 roughly 3000 people. Yeah, so yeah. it's not very big. Yeah, it's, so like a- it's it's somewhere that normally if for the most part if it went missing not too many people would care. But because like you know with the blip happening and everything like that, people are more noticing it because it's not just a missing person from like the last couple of days. The missing person's like disappeared from that person's um, way of thinking. Like it's like they've got selective amnesia. Um, from from what I remember, so um, yeah, and then we get to start to see how the events of episode one to, one to three. Have been influenced by this, the things that have happened in episode four. And I thought that was really cool. Um, here's my question though, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Sword has been around since Captain Marvel, why are they only now getting involved in this shit now? Is it just because it, the events of Infinity War and Endgame was so massive, they're just like, oh, like crap, we actually need to pull our finger out and start doing something? I think I th- I think so. I think it was more because of, because of the events of Endgame. Oh, sorry, Infinity War Endgame. Mm. Um, they definitely they yeah, like you said, they had to pull their finger out of the arse and actually do actually uh, get stuff going. Because mm. um, Sword does work with any alien threats to the planet. Shield is any threat from within the planet. Mm. Yeah, so. But then this one. That's, that's, why, that's why. That's why. That's why I of it. However, I mean, you did. You did have like a huge portal that opened up and exactly. it was alien through. So and the Jatari and all that stuff. Yeah. There, and events of Ultron. Like, do you know what I mean? If Sword mm. Sword has been around all this time, even though they um they they stand for observation, I think with the amount of shit that went down, if they had the resources to help, I think they should have. But again, mm. maybe we'll find out why in late episodes. Maybe there's a reason why um, we don't see more of them. Or maybe um, they have always been there in the background just doing sly little things, but we've just never noticed it because we've been so yeah. focused on the Avengers and those stories that, you know, there might have been some more sword symbolisms thrown in that we just haven't been aware of. Um mm-hmm. Martin, what else do you want to say on, on, on this episode? Oh, this is... All right, cool. Um, so, 
from my notes, um, I also said that, um, you know, we learned that um, Monica Rambeau is the daughter of Ray Rambeau, um, who was best friend of uh, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Um, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, happy when it call her. Um, and, that, and so it was Maria Rambo who started Sword. Mm-hmm. Um, some things did, uh, I'm not actually, when you said that this brought up more questions than answers, I do agree with you on some aspects. So, for example, the helicopter that Monica uses to scan into the, into the town, mm-hmm. we see that in color. And um, I think it was episode two with the uh, with the beekeeper with the beekeeper. Mm. Um, so that was in color. However, when Geraldine, well, Monica, who was Geraldine in uh, in One Division, she was in black and white. So I was thinking, then does that mean that like does it mean that only human beings or things that are alive are affected by um, by uh, Wanda's powers? So I for think- example. I don't remember fully, but I think it's a bit of a, like a time discrepancy. Um, I think because maybe she was mad, she gets sucked in instantly to that period of time in terms of mm. that episode. And Wanda, again, Wanda has control of what era she wants it to be in. I think she is changing the time because that's how she wants it to be. Like if she wanted to just be staying in the 1950s, I think she could have just done that. But again, that's just based on what we have, the information that we have now. We still don't, yeah. we still don't know whether someone is controlling Wanda and is manipulating her. Yeah, 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 I, I find it, I find it what hard to think? believe that she's grieving three weeks on to create this kind of war for her and Vision, because oh, I do, I, I completely think this is her not coming to terms with the fact that that, that Vision's dead. I think so, so as well. She's so freaking powerful that she has, because she's just, she had to kill him and then she watched him be brought back to life and then killed. So it was actually pointless her killing him in the first place. I, I get, and now I she, get, so she's had an enormous loss and she, she's got into like a bubble, hasn't she? Where yeah, she well, I, that's, that's I, my I, opinion. I get that, yeah, but. This is where it's a little bit weird, yeah. So that was an Infinity War, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So then we've had five years of Vision was be- it? of Vision was being it? dead. Yeah, Vision died in Infinity Wars, the first part of the Avengers conclusion. So she's <laughs> she's had five years of Vision being dead. Yeah. Hold on a I hadn't thought about because he yeah. didn't. He didn't die in the. He didn't. He he wasn't. He was. He was. He died before the snap. So he's been dead for five years. Because because mm-hmm. she she was snapped right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Oh, oh she she got snapped. She got sent away, didn't she? So she yes, okay. She was snapped. So that might be. So for her, that's why it's so raw. And why it's had just happened because uh, she watched him die. Mm. The snap happened. She disappeared, and she's, she's come, not like had any kind of. She's come back, and she's not had anything to. But then at the funeral, she didn't seem like a mess. Do you know what I mean? Was she at the funeral? Hey, yeah. people grieve differently. I, 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 I that's, that's fair. That's a very fair point. Because yeah. the because yeah, from the snap happening to that funeral would have been about what two weeks maybe. 
maybe. It depends. Um, it, it depends on how they do things, but I know in Africa. Yeah, you know but, I mean? yeah, but that bit did. But like I said, coming back to that to the helicopter. I mean, why is it that we saw a helicopter in color if you know her power is supposed to change things that happening matter that happens in her? That's I guess so, in that town in her domain, like, but making like, Jodine her color change. So that that was a bit mm. weird. Um, also. Um, these just like those last time that as I was watching it, uh, we see Ginny Wu, who is also Agents of Shield, as and as we mentioned, um, at Manor Wasp. Um, um, I believe it was in two episodes of um, of Agents of Shield. One, I can't remember the seasons, um, but as we all know, Agents of Shield does tie into a lot of what's ha- what happens in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I did not. Um, know, sorry, I did not know that Agent Wu was in um, Agents of Shield. Yeah, he is. He is. I did not know that. Um, yeah, that's why I said it brings things into into canon um, more. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that. Um, what's it called? Um, again, surface thoughts. Um, when Stevie mentioned, or when you guys talked about um, Wonder grieving, right? Mm. Did you notice in episode four, in in, the, in episode four that we saw a dead vision? Yeah. As well as, yeah, that, as well as, was... dead other people. What do you mean by so, dead? What do you mean by dead other people? What? So besides Vision being dead, mm-hmm. um, I believe he saw someone else who died, um, or maybe it was Vision himself who died, and it was that scene where he had died in her in in her arms. Yeah, um, so we saw we saw White Vision, so she's controlling the dead body of Vision. Yeah, so 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 again, I think you know it's her mental state breaking down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. I think that's going to lead on to something more. All right, so let me, um, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me put this out there for you, yeah? Yeah. So when they were recovering or they were linking the people that had disappeared or the people that were playing the supporting characters, yeah? Mm. Um, I know for definite we never got a a person for Agnes and I believe there was one more person. So yeah. that could still link to the um the demon guy's theory. What's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Mephisto. Yeah. Mephisto. That, 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 Mephisto's 100%, Mephisto yeah. is a hundred percent Mephisto is a hundred percent the 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 main the so main that villain. could still link like, to Mephisto manipulating Wanda and it may not yeah. have anything to do with her grief. And then that's why when she every time something breaks out, he potentially fixes it. Yeah, give me that as well. To keep her under wrap. Because if it was Sword doing it for her own good, then they would know about the situation. But clearly, Sword were none the wiser what was going on. And even though Geraldine, Monica Rambeau was saying it's all wonder, I think that's just weight. Like, for me, I think that's just, for, for a show that's this smart, I think that is just so easy yeah, especially since we supposedly got another five episodes to go, I mm. think that is so easy, and it's in a sense a red herring. I think they're 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 setting us to think, oh my gosh, Wanda's gone crazy. Wanda's doing this. Um, we have to stop Wanda, and yeah. it turns out to be someone completely different. Um, yeah, there's a possibility that it's still Hydra that's behind things. Um, mm. And then now, because oh, Hydra's come up in in some of the TV yes. stuff a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so as aim, so as aim. Which, is, which is a um, Baron von Strucker's sort of branch. 
Yeah, because Hydra so, starts yeah. to operate under AIM because obviously they can't operate under Hydra because everyone knows about Hydra. So yeah, yeah. There, there, there's that element to it now. Um, I like the fact they went and got the old TVs. I like the fact that they've like redeemed Cat Denny's character a bit. Um, mm. I hope we do get a little bit more references and links to the MCU because it's just like this episode was for those that have watched like every ep- every single movie. It was just like, oh, that's what yeah. that movie, that's what this like. It, it was great having that recollection. And I think also, mm-hmm. also cool as well, like there's been no action yet. Like I, th- you can't have an MCU anything and there not be any form of action. So you know mm. that's coming at some point as well. We got a taste of it, didn't we? When she, it, it showed her like Wanda using her powers mm. to like basically blow Monica through the through the wall of the house and yeah, yeah that's freaking out, out of the dome. Were they so were they talking about the fact that it was um a hexagon? Yeah, I keep seeing a lot of hexagon stuff. Um, and, and didn't he go like when he was like the, the one of the chaps, one of the guys in charge, like pointing at the the the, the, the picture on the on the thing and was like and uh, why is it why is it in a hexagon shape? You know, like and I was thinking this is the bit why it's like oh is it a hexagon or is it a pentagram i've been seeing a lot of, <laughs> i've been seeing a lot of references to hex hexagrams because you know because mephisto being the devil and whatnot or then the marvel's version of the devil it would make sense that it says mm. hexagon but actually it might be a pentagram um oh, man I'm there's googling, so many I'm uh, googling pen- so yeah speculation here isn't there yeah, because the whole because um again like um um I think it was T that said this when you look at the especially kind of from the from the comic book's perspective right um uh, we all know that um Vision is a robot and he cannot have children maybe he might have the facilities to you know to to please Wonder but he can't have kids mm. so um in the comic books the way um one that ended up having kids was that she actually took two essences of Mephisto as if she pulled those in with her magic mm-hmm. and that's how she became pregnant. So the Mephisto theory is very strong in that aspect and because it's already been done in the comics, it points to that. Um again with the and like I said with the hexagon things, um and like I just said, because obviously we're doing we're dealing with someone who is like the devil, it does make sense that to see the hexagons I'm sure the hexagons along the line will, will uh, end up being pentagrams of some sort. Um, where I'm not sure is going to go next is how how they continue to, how they continue to develop things. Um, I rewatched the first. I rewatched all um, three episodes, watching the fourth episode, right? And looking at the credits, um, I noticed that Abe Brown is in the fake credits. Um, mm. Abe Brown is Peter Parker's classmate, right? And in the comics, he's Black Tiger, one of the sons of Tiger. Um, his brother's Hobie Brown, who is the prowler of 616. I, I don't know how deep he's going to go into it, but I I don't know why they put that Easter egg there if A. Brown has nothing to do with what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's, 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 that's again, it's, it's, it's maybe it's a bit of a tangent in regards to, um, in regards to, um, one division specifically, but I can see him being maybe more relevant in the upcoming um, um, sort of multiverse movies, multiverse of spider movies. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's what I'm going with that. <laughs> Again, it's it's it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot to sort of take take on and you know focus on because there's so much happening around us. Um, it's hampering around uh, Wonder Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to hone in on specifically what is actually going to happen because you know you're try- we're trying to tie in uh, obviously shield sword with Mephisto with. The, the blip and everything like that yeah it's insane yeah. but I mean, it's great fun it's great fun to go through all this yeah i was reading um about this like this the hexagon thing and yeah. um it is definitely like specifically hexagons are appearing like uh, the credits apparently they're like wander and vision are surrounded on the end credits by like hexagon shape mm. and and you can clearly see that the, the it's a hexagon that's um around the the town and they're yeah. saying like um, that's also another thing. Like um, hexagons um, are um, naturally occurring in in nature as well, mm-hmm. um, and uh, things that create hexagons. Um, one one specific thing that creates hexagons is bees. bees in yeah. their bees. Oh, hence the beekeeper that we saw. The beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and is again, like um, hexagons are often used in. Um, uh, like computer stuff because they test they they tessellate where they they basically like you can you can put them together and there'll never be a gap between mm. them. Mm. Um, so again that could be part of like it being a, a like a fake thing, but again there's another connection to this like Mephisto thing where um, Hetskin six sides could be six six six, you know like it could be like a, a a suggestion of it being something like the devil, you know, mm-hmm. if he is meant to be the, the, yeah. the universe's devil. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so much to, to dig into, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So much, so much to dig in. This is why we need big T here to, to, to help us, <laughs> to help mm-hmm. us with, with this. With I, this like, uh, MCU. I like the way that the, um, Sorry, the, the guy who went down the, down into the drains, into the sewers, that um, was the beekeeper, wasn't it? Yeah. And when he went through, the barrier he turned into the beekeeper and the 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 thing that he was um like his attached wire that, that was attached to him turned into a rope turned into a skipping rope didn't it yeah 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 that yeah. was cool that was really cool yeah no that was it does it anything else anyone want to say other than the fact that we're we're fully enjoying one division um yeah, actually, I have a question. What are, what's your guys' take on Hulk bringing back um, the people who were originally blipped away? Um, as we're thought of it, as in we saw the kind of chaos that brought that people were brought back. So yeah, I just want to take on you know whether it was a good choice, was a bad choice, um, um, how people going to cope with you know with everything that's happened around them, X, Y, and Z. I think it was still a good choice. It was definitely a good choice. But again, we're going to now start to see some of the, like, in a sense, nuclear fallout from the blip. Um, yeah. You know, again, it's potentially could be something that sets up the um, mutants. It could be something that sets up Fantastic Four. It could, do you know what I mean? Like, um, Without the blip, you don't get certain characters back that are, in a sense, needed for the MCU. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Spider-Man, Black Panther, um, or, you know, Doctor Strange was snapped. Like, you, you, you needed these characters 
back to continue the MCU. The MCU would be a very different place without some of those staple characters. Um, yeah. I, I, I love the chaos that the blip caused because, you know, these are some of the questions people have had, like, you know, where were these people? Like, you know, if someone, like, the guy that was just like, I really now need to call my wife to, like, see if she's back. And, like, the patient yeah. that just kind of just came back on the gurney with um, out of nowhere. Like, it's it is really so, interesting. I've got a question. If, say, for instance, someone was on a plane and they then, like, you know, got snapped out of existence and the plane crashed out of the sky, the five years later when the second snap happened, do they get brought back to life in the exact same place where they came where they See, were that, that's out. that's an argument and a question that we will never know because unless they show it um because are we going to suddenly like see like thousands of people just suddenly falling to the out of the sky because they were all happened to be flying at that particular point well you that would be crazy, that, that'd be crazy and funny but at the same time you you could always lap it up to um Maybe not necessarily Doctor Strange, but some of the other um, magic people creating pools and getting those people to land safely wherever they need to. Or, um, again, we could get introduced to other members of the MCU that were about at a time when they were dealing with some of that stuff. Um, again, they can always use, as long as they do clever writing in a sense to make it work, um, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like, that's just one of those arguments that we can have with ourselves and theorize and what if that play's been discontinued. Like, there's so much to think about when, when it comes to that scenario. Uh, I think this has opened up that everybody forgot, um, you know, like the, the end game happened. Everybody got brought back and it was like, woohoo, end of a, end, end of a story. That was a great finish. And, yeah. and, and then we'll, we'll see what happens in the next sort of like, round of of marvel movies and this is a good kind of like let's bring everybody back on track with like the impact of of what this second snap did mm. like you know yes people are back but it's now it's just as much chaos as when they all left yeah 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 Def- definitely 100 percent. which is why i was asking well what, what's your guys take on people being suddenly brought back because um yeah, the a lot of a lot of heroes that were that were snapped back. Um, well, the, the world 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 to, stuff to half of it, half the population, hasn't it? Exactly, exactly. So the chaos sudden, of yeah, going to be massive overpopulation. The economies aren't they're going to struggle to deal with like this many people all of a sudden. Yeah, like food shortages and it, there's going to be an adjustment period where everybody's suddenly like we have got like. Uh, twice the world population now mm-hmm. and literally no, no one's got jobs and you know they all need to be looked after and they're all traumatized and everything as well everyone's got to be re-registered but then wasn't spider-man far from home after the blip and it looked like for the most part the world was back to semi-normal anyway yeah or, that or is I, true or am i remembering I'm that not, wrong i'm not seeing i'm not seeing that one oh, it's not like he has adventures taken to did he go to? He went to Italy. Italy yeah. Um, did he go to somewhere I in? I can't Africa believe I've not seen it yet. How have you not seen? You need to watch that. It was in London. Episode. You need to watch that for the next episode, mate. Uh, I just I tried to get my hands on it like various different ways, and it's just uh, I don't know. I'm is, just a tight is, is it not? Dis- is, it not is it not on Disney Plus? No. 
Well, luckily, we're getting star in February, so wait, wait for star to come out. If you and uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, it should be on. It well, should be on star. It's technically What's Sony star? though. Is it? It's far from home. Not yeah. technically Sony. It yeah. can't. No, is how? Because it's part of the. Why is it part of Sony? Because they actually own it, don't they? Own... It's just that they they uh, they they've done a deal with Marvel to get their Marvel characters in. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think the first Spider Man's on Disney Plus. Uh, on Disney Plus. No, but talk about far. Oh, wait, saying far from home. Either of them, right? Homecoming or or far from home. I don't think either of them are on Disney Plus. And that's no, not, but that's yeah, but neither neither is Deadpool though, and Deadpool is, is yeah, Marvel. Dead, dead, yeah, but that's because Deadpool's eighty is eighteen rated. That's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's, but it's gonna come out on Star. Com- it's gonna come out on Star. That's completely yeah, different because it's still under because it's still part of Disney. Because the the very fact that you have Spider Man in the in the MCU movies so it suggests that you know that um it, it should it will be coming on to um. Um, what's it called? That Spider-Man itself, Far From Home, and and wherever else will be coming onto onto Star. No, because again, it's a it's a it's a different studio. I'm pretty sure. But they're working, but they're working together to to create this. So yeah, it, it, it has it, to appear. It, 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 it that that's irrelevant. I'm pretty sure that that's why Spider-Man's not on there. Like I'm, I'm having to re-log into Disney Plus. If you've got Disney Plus open, check if it, if Spider-Man's on there. It's it's not on there. Yeah, because it's not, a, it's not, it's technically not a Disney property. It's a Sony property. It's, you would, you wouldn't have, it, 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 it wouldn't be on there. Yeah, there's, there's still like, there's uncertainty as to whether or not Disney um, and Sony will be able to strike up a deal on, on whether or not like Disney would be able to show it on their, their platform. Yeah, because uh, it's a Sony, it's a Sony property as far as I'm, I'm concerned. I'd, I'd have to double check, which I'm not going to do right now, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But you know. The production, so it's just being by Sony, right? But the production companies were Marvel, <clears throat> were Marvel Studios, Comic Pictures, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's just one of those sticky but, ones that. But because it was, it was produced by Marvel by Marvel Studios, so surely and Marvel Studios is owned by by Disney now. The movie, no, the movie rights are still owned by Sony. Yeah. That was the big kind of hoo ha that like um that's why they were gonna when end, they first that's why they were yeah. gonna end the that's why they were gonna end the deal and we might not be we, we were potentially not gonna get a Spider Man free because of Sony basically saying that Disney wanted too much money they were gonna cancel the contract. But they have uh, but they have cancelled the contract which means yeah, but the well, contract... either way we should be getting it some in some we should be getting it some some form of fashion. Nah, that's what I've been nah, nah not 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 with this one, mate. Not with this one. Um, because have Sony got their own streaming service? It's currently streaming mm. on Stars um, with a subscription. So I think oh, Sony is going to summon it to various different places. Um, but Stars is, is Stars isn't coming to Disney Plus, is it? Yeah, Stars is going to be part of it. So yeah, so you will get Spider Man. You think it's going to be on there? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, 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 I 100% think it's going to be on there. Because what's, yeah, what's the point of having a contract with Marvel or say that Marvel Studios say they're going to do that, blah, blah. Um, it was, it's going to be in that contract as well. 
that's when I was that whole hoo-ha about it because you've married both Sony and Marvel Studios to create this to create this project, which you've now included in all of Marvel um, in the in the MCU. Would it make sense for them to say, okay, cool, we're gonna leave that on the side? Like, otherwise, what's the point of having that contract in the first place if you can't then use it for future releases? That's what that's my that's my take on it anyway, right. and including it in other things. Um, it is the same oh, yeah. thing, right? Because um, it, it's um, on Disney Plus. They're calling it Star. Yeah. Whereas this is this is something called Stars with a Z. Yeah, it's, it's different. So I just quickly googled it. It's, it's is Spider Man on Disney Plus? Simply put, no. You won't find Spider Man Homecoming or Far From Home on the platform because B- Disney doesn't own the rights to it. Sony does. Yeah. yeah all right. So yeah. Fair dues. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd, I'd love it if they could. We'll see what it comes so, You know, like I'm all for Disney and uh, and Sony working more and more hand in hand, just because you know, like them being able to produce Spider Man, the two Spider Man movies so far is is awesome. If they could like dig into further properties, that'd be fucking brilliant. Mm. Yeah, no, that's that. Yeah. That would be dope. I'm just going to take a quick pause and then we're back to rattle off all the news and then the episode will come to an end. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. All right, all right, all right. All right. It's getting late, so we're gonna kind of get through this like super quickly. Um, yeah, so it's still COVID in the UK, and the death toll has reached over a hundred thousand. We are like the worst country ever. I don't think any country well, in, in in Europe. Oh, are we just the worst country in Europe? Well, considering like America, eclipses us. America have yeah, over but... a quarter of a million people, and Brazil is second. Yeah, but isn't America like oh no? 10 times the size of the UK. Like, you got to take that yeah. into consideration. Yeah, so, so if you look at it in terms of numbers, mm-hmm. we are the worst in Europe. Mm-hmm. This is just on a numbers basis. But in terms of death rates, we are... We were, I think, as of last week, we were the highest um, we were the highest death rates in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. That yeah, is. shit. The, you, you, the, the US is at 439,000. India yeah. 154, Brazil 224, and we're at 106. Oh, that's still, still disgusting, man. Uh, mm. Cecilia Tyson passes away at the age of 96 due to natural causes. Thank God it's not COVID. She won several awards, including two Emmys for the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman and the Peabody for the trip to Bontif... What? The Peabody for the trip to Bontifor and was also a model. Yeah. Other acting titles including The Help and Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Uh, Mike Nash, which is, he was the d- designer for Hero- Horizon Zero Dawn. He also passed away at the age of 36. Uh, Mar- Marion Ramsey, uh, who played Officer Laverne Hook in Police Academy, passed away at age 33. Her roles included The Jefferson and Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, creator of Indomie in- in Noodles, Nanook Nura. I, your mind say that name. <laughs> no, no, uh, Narayni cool. passes away at 59 years of age um, there's rumours of a live action Harry Potter series in the works at HBO Max who would be interested in that 
Martin? As long as we get away from Harry Potter, I'm fine with it. I'm tired of seeing Harry Potter. He's a shit wizard. I can hear that wizard on him. Just let's move on. Let's move on. He has his kids, so focus on his kids or something like that. I would I don't mind, but Yeah, but then you still gotta have him yeah. in you gotta still get a little cameo from Harry Potter, man. You can't just a cameo, a cameo is fine as long as it is not about him because I'm tired of him. It will be about him though. Nah, make about his kids or something like that, man. Right, it, it doesn't need to be about him. Stevie? Is it, is that, it's a series as well. Nah, live I'm action, done. Live action series. Stevie, what's your thoughts? Um, My mind has just gone blank. Because <laughs> uh, cause Micah started talking about like the, the disappearing people coming back in, in, um, in Endgame. Hmm. So I can't, I can't fucking distract it. Nice. <laughs> So Harry Potter live action, would you be down for? A- uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I, I think they need to progress the story. I, I think I'm in agreement there. It's Harry Potter, um, has been done, done and dusted. Mm. We got a good, we got a good run where he went from like kids through to to adult, um, shit ton of movies, very popular. I, I liked them all, um, but I think I think they've rinsed it. They have rinsed that to hell and back mm. they did the uh-huh. two they've done the two movies haven't they like the oh fantastic beasts and that was quite quirky mm. um i don't know i just don't know if they need to i think they need to give it a bit of a break mm. and let it rest a little bit maybe maybe come up with something like with the with the kids or something like that but try and make it a bit bit more fresh i'm sure that there's plenty to explore but i just don't think they did a very good job with the old um fantastic beasts mm-hmm. with it wasn't wasn't as sort of like enthralling and magical. Well, it was bloody. Magical. I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed them. But, I, thought, I, I found them fairly enjoyable. I think the first one was better than the second one. I just found them a little bit mundane. You know, mm. it was fantastical, and it was all very. You know, it was all weird and and quirky, but there wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just. A, if you think about like the mystery and the, the big massive big story up that Harry Potter went on with, you know, with the curse and and all this kind of stuff. And um, that was pretty epic. Whereas I just didn't really follow. Yeah. There was a kind of a big baddie, but it was more like just a bit of a, a fun jaunt around all of the kind of magic. It felt like they were kind of trying to open up that Harry Potter universe a little bit more. Mm. Um I don't know. I've just not been particular. I did like Harry Potter, but I've just not been particularly ex- excited by the the recent stuff. So yeah. I'm not particularly um, excited by by anything else coming out. Fair enough. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven comes to Netflix on the 26th of March. So if you're a fan of that, Nine Nine, got got that to look forward to. Uh, Borderlands movie adds Kevin Hart um, to the cast to play Roland. Uh, I am not familiar with Borderlands the game at all. Any of you guys oh, familiar with it? Brilliant! It is yeah, so I play Borderlands. Borderlands one, two, and three, and yeah, it's it's a really good game. So yeah, um, it's, it's it's like um proper like what's the word? Uh, it's it's dirty and and takes a piss out of of itself and and it's proper cartoony as well isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's such a good game um i think roland died in um i think it was borderlands 2 he died in um yeah by him coming back i don't know yeah i mean i don't mind kevin Hart um voice being a voice actor i just mind that it, it's he's good <laughs> that you know he he he, he adds to it mm. 
We do run the risk, though, of it being like a, a game trying to be adapted into a movie. Oh, I really don't so want that. So often that has, that has gone wrong, hasn't it? You know well, that's, what, that's what, that's what this, they're going to be doing here, aren't they? They're going to be turning the game into a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, they, they run the risk of it going wrong, just but, like so many other products of, of in the past. You know, like they have to have to make a real effort to make sure that it actually flows because it could just be a, a pile of, like, a steaming pile of turd. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Kate Blanchett has also been added to the cast uh, I didn't really see uh, if it's been announced who she's playing I didn't really dive into it too tough because again it's not a source of material that I'm interested in and I'm a little bit sour on Kevin Hart right now so he's going to have to do a lot to get me back into it um, a Skull Island animated series has been announced um, I want to say it's been announced for Netflix um, I guess it's going to show us what happened um between the events, the end of events of Scott Island to Kong appearing in, in Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, you guys excited for this one? Oh, no, oh what the skull, the animated series. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not so, not as excited as I am for the, um, Kong versus Godzilla movie. <laughs> I want to see that. It's <laughs> going to be so much fun. Mm. I remember, I remember the, um, King Kong animated series that I, I enjoyed it, you know. Um, and it was, I think it was a movie as well. That was pretty cool. Nice. Um, Skull, so yeah, Skull Island animated series. I mean, it's it's more King Kong, so why not? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and a Cloverfield sequel is in the works with the Batman TV show, or not? Um, I don't do horror, so I've not seen any of the Cloverfield or anything connected to it. Um, yeah. Um, anyone a fan of Cloverfield and whatever that's connected? Um, I don't even know what it's connected to. I um, I really enjoyed um, Cloverfield, the first Cloverfield movie. Mm. Um, it was a kind of shaky camera thing, um, and it had like a massive monster destroying destroying a, a, a city, but you didn't quite ever see that, mm. like what the monster was. Um, and then they had uh, the second Cloverfield thing was was this kind of like. Um, kids or people get like taken into a basement like you know into a oh, i don't know like an emergency place under the ground um because the world's gone to shit and they're but the guy's a psychopath and mm. they're trying to figure out whether it is and right at the end of the movie they well spoilers they get out and there is fucking aliens everywhere and it's like whoa this is weird with the cloverfield um, games right what am I thinking of the same one that had multiple endings to it? Was there a Cloverfield game? I'm sure there was a oh maybe I'm thinking of Silent Hill instead of Cloverfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there yeah. was a game. Um and then of course they had the Cloverfield Paradox recently, which was um set on that spaceship, wasn't it, where um it was to do with like a energy like pow- power being created and it was fucking with time, reality, and and stuff like that. And mm. it was a it wasn't quite as good as um as the previous two. So uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm up for Cloverfield. Bring it on. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, quick little what the fuck news. Um, I'm gonna let Martin talk about this little subreddit from the craziness that's going on with the stocks. Ah, right. So, um, this is the story that happened a uh, week just gone. So, um, subreddit causes a hedge fund Melvin Capital to lose $136 million 
um, which they bettered against GameStop. Um, AMC, Nokia, and a few other um, CFDs follow suit. Um, the aftermath is that uh, platforms such as Robinhood and Trading212 um, stop people from buying those stocks for the couple of days afterwards. So I think it was Wednesday, it was actually Tuesday, Wednesday that uh, people started buying stocks uh, from what was going on Reddit of AMC, GameStop, etc. And for two days, um, Robin Hood and Trade World 2 decided to, you know, to block people from buying any more stock. Although they could sell the, they could sell their stocks or, or the shares of uh, of those um, those CFDs. So yeah, um, so they stood up the box for two days and then they finally allowed people to trade on them again. Mm-hmm. Um, Robinhood in particular only allowed for one share to be bought on selected stocks on certain selected right. stocks. So yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was insane. Um, it's basically what happens in in um, especially with hedge funds um, that you know they also to sort of bet against other companies do well and making money off of that. So I guess it was a massive f you to to uh, to hedge hedge funds and and uh, you know people who uh, do this sort of thing and saying actually we're going to we're going to screw you, we're going to screw you guys over by you know buying stocks of this. You're obviously you're going to lose a, a, a ton of money from doing this. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's almost like, you know, gamers are uniting to sort of protect their, their interest in, if, if you look at it that way. So I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. So they, this is like a combined thing where they, yeah. they not only totally fucked a, a hedge fund, mm. um, by reducing its value to next to nothing, yeah. but they also pushed up GameStop stock from $20 to a hundred and almost hundred and forty-seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, o- o- overnight, overnight. So <laughs> right now, the, ar- the argument isn't so much so that, or I guess the argument shifted that you know the little man has been able to do this, but it's more the fact that you know you have these trading platforms that are supposed to give more power to people to. Um, to be able to, you know, buy stocks and stuff like that, and have and be, um, and be a part of, be a part of that world. Mm. Um, but at the same time, they've sort of kneecapped them by, yeah, by stopping them from being able to do from, that. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll look at a press conference with one of them. I think it was I can't remember if it was Andrew Cuomo or Chris Cuomo of CNN. Um, but the the um ceo of um of Robinhood was saying that you know um usually they stop activities because fraud would be associated with them and blah blah and you know i was i was watching it with my girlfriend and we had questions like okay so if it's fraudulent behavior if you're suspected to be fraudulent behavior why is it that you'd allow people to sell stocks of it uh why was yeah why is that you, you you're still you allow people to sell their stocks and block them from buying it. Surely you stop the whole activity of buying and selling stocks whilst you know you're investigating these sort of things. Um, the point is to things like the SEC, which is a um, which is a regulatory body mm-hmm. that looks at things like this to see if there's any fraudulent action being taken place. Uh, we're still waiting for the SEC 
for SEC, this is um, something that's in America, to actually come forward and show their findings. So you have all these things happening. And so it's a bigger question is asking, if you claim to be this sort of disruptive brand that allows people to also invest in stocks and whatnot, why is that you're taking power from us by them blocking us from making, so yeah, blocking us and handicapping us from uh, continuing to buy these stocks and whatnot? Um, because uh, traders who are PR, like traders who actually, who actually have a profession in trading and stuff like that, right? They were still able to uh, trade these stocks um, all throughout without a hitch. So again, it's a bit of discrepancy there. So yeah, this was a very very interesting story. Um, the, the only people it's affecting are the actual companies that are finding that their their stock value suddenly like yeah dropped or or massively exactly. increased. So, so it's almost like um, the guys who are trying to put a stop to um, these these the trading of just like single people rather mm. than big companies are the ones they don't want to see like changes happen. They they're trying to keep keep um, they're going to trying to stop volatility in the marketplace yeah. and that yeah. is um, that's something that's going to happen if you open the, the gates to to just anyone you know isn't it like yeah um, definitely but then in the name of equality and, and free trading then you've got to let everybody have a chance to do it, exactly so. i mean for the people who are so-called free market fundamentalists who say that okay let people be able to buy stocks and you know if you make a good bet um, a good investment and your investment makes you X amount of uh, gains, then that's fine. If you make a crappy bet or a crappy investment and you lose that money, that's also fine. It's fair game. Um, it's supposed to be equal, right? If, if they suddenly now say, okay, we're going to stop you guys from doing X, Y, and Z, that shows that actually there's no such thing as the free market and only certain people allow for certain things to happen. So and It's going to affect actually putting... Putting locks on that is going to affect the way the markets can change. And a hundred percent, a hundred percent, yeah. So, yeah. So, if people, if if anyone's interested in things like this or happens to pick up on this story, I suggest that you, you know, you look look into um, stocks, look into stock trading or whatnot. Um, you know, just educate yourself a bit more about what it is to own stocks, things that affect stocks. Um, and the like, because everything that was done, so everything that, you know, that was done by um, by these people who used, you know, Robin Hood trades, et cetera, right, mm-hmm. was done in a legal way, as in, as in, this is how the market operates. I mean, people are allowed to put their money into anything and everything. And if, you know, like I said, if you make a good bet and you gain money, perfect. If you make a bad bet and lose money, then that, that too is fair game. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so now we now obviously this has been announced by several um um what was it um political members both in the UK and um in America um to see why it is that companies like like Robinhood for example suddenly can why is that they can suddenly stop people from buying certain stocks and you know the reasoning behind it. Mm. So yeah, this is this is exciting times actually for people who are who are interested in that or new to this and studying this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. All right, so we're actually going to come and bring things to a close here. Um, But me and hopefully mine will hopefully do a little extra recording on the weekend just to catch up with the rest of the news and talk about some anime since uh, there's a series that we watched that we, you know, were meant to get covered. But things are just running a little bit late and long. 
and um, mm-hmm. I actually have some stuff just that I need to get done. Chatting, well. chatting shit too much, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, man, I, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, if you have, please share it with your friends. Check us out on all the different socials. Um, we will, be, like I said, want to hopefully drop an extra episode for you guys during the week. And then I don't even know what we're going to be watching next week because I don't, I haven't decided. Um, have to wait and see what drops on Netflix. Have uh-huh. to see what, you know, drops in general. Um, anything good that we might be checking out. So, um, yeah, without further ado, uh, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you next week. Oh, actually, no. Catch you midweek. Bye-bye now. <laughs>